Locked on. It's a Tom Clancy podcast. We, we have news. We have lots of news. We have four pages. No, we have six pages of notes to talk about tonight. This is ridiculous. This is episode number 35. I am Wilco. Joined with me tonight is Cal. Hello, you, Cal. Yeah, mate. Made it, made it for a change. Yeah, good. I haven't yeah, seen good. you for four months. Oh, calm down. <laughs> I thought you were in Bolivia or something. Actually, I keep on going through the notes and I just kept on seeing that episode where you went to Bolivia. Yeah, I went to Bolivia. We said no. It was good. No. Um, anyway, uh, we've got. Lot to talk about. Yeah, I'll cut you off right there, Josh. How you going, mate? Yeah, I'm good. A little bit tired. Just texting away on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's hard. Hard life, isn't it? I saw uh, but we have, come up. We are joined by the professional man himself. He's the DB of the division. How you going, mate? E3. What? What? What happened? E3. No, I don't know. I, <laughs> as far as I'm aware, you haven't moved from that couch watching the division coverage <laughs> for the last three days. Yeah, days off. That's work. where we got all our notes from. Note to self, if you're out there podcasting, you're getting a DB on, don't give him the run sheet. Um, this shit gets real after that. Um, yeah. So, obviously, we're not going to really talk about what we've been up to because I can summarize it into uh, a sentence. Uh, the boys played some division. We got one punched and killed. Uh, we then played some <laughs> Rainbow Six. We got smashed. Uh, and then we've followed E3 for the last three days about oh. all the Division 2 announcements. So, let's get Should straight into right the that. second day. I don't care what you did on the second day. We got one punch, man. Three of us. Yeah. We had an LMB yeah, we... shotgunner come around the corner and swing his gun at us, and we all died. In yeah, one which you do, can you? I saw that. That's hilarious. It's the best anyway. clip I've ever had, actually. Have you ever seen that happen, DB? No, I haven't. Did you manage to clip it? Oh, you got to get. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll, it's, I it's have. Clipped. I'll send you the clip later, and um, you can share it around for us. Nice. It was magic. Uh, it was on our second run through of the legendary. We we. Sort of jokingly went, yeah, let's go back down. And yeah, the rest is history. Anyway, we didn't end up finishing it. Um, McDad was the, the problem with it, though. So shout out to McDad, our oh, beautiful wow. producer. Hey, McDad. <laughs> um, anyway, so I don't, I, I don't know where to start. The division got announced. So quick timeline. Um, everything leaked, as always. It's a Ubisoft game. Um, someone took a photo in the E3 pavilion of the poster showing it was in Washington, D.C. That's right, people. The game is in Washington, D.C., as predicted by many of us before on this podcast. Um, yes, yes. Golf club to you. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> who? Who, who, requested, who requested it be in summer? Fridge? I don't who, know. Who? Everyone that's played the game in winter for the last 300 years. Yeah. <laughs> who requested it? Who, who requested it back in that's 2016 it. on a certain YouTube video? I'm just saying. Just oh, saying. Probably you. Yeah, I know. Hey, it's my only claim to fame, man. I'm taking it. But anyway, yes, it is in summer, and it has got crossbows, and it had a teddy bear. Uh, they were what we got out of the, out of that, and then Ubisoft had to actually come out and announce it, and with the actual artwork, uh, the day before the Xbox conference, and then on the Xbox conference, we got a walkthrough, six minute video, of the control point of the crash site, which me and Cal both had flashbacks of this is a helicopter crash, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. They trolled uh, just, us big time. Just on that, did anyone think yes. they literally took the model of the airplane straight out of um, R6 and reused it? Oh, without doubt. Which is fine. I don't have any <laughs> no, problems with that. I'm just making that general comment. Yeah. Well, I made we, the general yeah, comment yeah. that they got the same people to produce that video as 
produced the anthem video for 2017 because it had the exact same jokes, exact same tropes, and exact same storyline. Look, can can chatter is very hard, man. Come on. Mm. <laughs> oh, you, you, we need to level Hang you on, up. what are we doing oh, right yeah, now? <laughs> oh, let's look at that loot hole. Anyway, cool. Let's, let's get into We're it. We're going to so, go over here. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, anyway, let's move on from that. We then had the Ubisoft press conference where we had 10 minutes of... Oh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Julian Garrity. That's it. Yeah. Yes, he is the uh, the lead person for the Division 2. He got up and talked about it. We saw two cinematic trailers out of that. Uh, we then heard the great news of eight-man raids. We also heard the news of free content for the next year in the way of season pass, or not season, in the way of episodes and world events uh, and patches as well. So that was big news. Um, also, the fact that then they're doing an after show where we saw Yannick um, play the division very badly. Did you was, see his, uh, rocket, his grenade launcher? Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. God, he was shooting them <laughs> bit off. 4Ks past. It was terrible. But anyway, um, yeah, he then Arc confirmed there was a, a, a he confirmed there was a dark zone, uh, but they weren't talking about it yet. Um, and then they've done streams of that loop of that same mission over and over again. The record in quality testing is four minutes ten to do that control point. Uh, I saw Uber Timmy had a good runner that got five minutes ten, five minutes twenty this afternoon. That was nice. as close as they Sounds got right. to it. Now. That's not much information. They didn't say much. They didn't do much. Yet the internet has dissected this whole three days and we've just about know what's happening in the game, don't we, DB? Yep. yep. Very good coverage from all <laughs> facets of social media. Um, so where do you want to start, DB, since these are your no- your notes? Um, <laughs> what What... Like, do you want to talk about the setting first, Washington DC, or do you want to talk about weapons? Or what? give yep. me a starting point. Yeah, so the setting, Washington DC. So, um, how do you guys feel with where it is and the climate? Oh, the climate's amazing. Oh, I like I still, it. yeah, yeah. I, I still want the climate to change yeah. over time. Yeah, but I'm hoping they do that with DLC. I'm hoping that you know you're there for long enough that it's a pitch campaign that you end up like going into autumn, back into winter, and in through summer again. Like mm-hmm. actually try and manipulate that a little bit when I mean, they can do it they did it in wildlands like you can have That's weather it. effects and stuff um the other thing too is i want hawaiian shirts is that it that'll be the new skinny jean hawaiian shirts my or, ghost or skinny jeans and hawaiian shirts the... oh, yes, yes. <laughs> then it's just ghost recon wildlands at that stage that's my character right there. <laughs> um, the hunt for skinny jeans will be on uh, in March. That's the other thing we got. 15th of March is release date. Beta signups are now. Um, so just quickly on that schedule. So I'm looking at it now. We've got uh, a title update. Game launches. Then there's a title update, which I assume is a patch, which will change the meta. Uh, just fixed by bugs. But might be more than that, DB, you reckon? Uh, for Division 2? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so the updates, you mean the DLC as well? No, on the back of his screen, he had the, the three episodes, episode yep. one, two, and three, but yep. in between that, there was little slides that said title update and world event. Oh, okay. So um, I reckon title updates is going to be bug fixes yeah. and minor... And yeah, a meta change to the yeah. weapons yeah. and stuff as like that. As needed, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. <clears throat> if you look at it closely, that's... Three download, three three episodes with two content things in between. That's 
nine months. That's pretty much a year's worth of content. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, that's 11 months worth of content. So it's yeah, pretty so much year a year leading into... Yeah, free. and that's one a month. So we're looking at the game launching in March, a title update in April, a world event, which is in June, oh, April, May. <laughs> and then episode one will drop in June and then rinse and repeat that every, every three months. months. Um, yep. So that's what we got off him on stage and that's all free. I, can you give us a little bit more on what the actual, what he was talking about with the episodes was he's talking uh, end game content and actual areas to explore was going to be part of that. Yep. Just bringing it up. Yeah. I remember him saying that he was saying that it was um, opening new parts of the map as well. So it's basically going to be a case of a bit like the last update. Yeah. No, do you want to Yeah. Yeah. So you'll get like, <laughs> It looks like the cut the, the way the map cuts off there is actual you can see where it can open up. Now we, we look like we're heading in from which direction? We're coming in from the west, aren't we, Josh, into um, um Yeah, so from uh one of the cinematic uh runs that we had for it, uh, you see them coming up over a hill with a heap of gravestones there. So they're in Ar- Arlington Memorial looking across the Arlington Bridge. Uh, and you can actually see the Lincoln Memorial, Washington Monument, and Capitol Hill, or the United States Capitol building itself. Rather yeah, than and Capitol that seems to be at the end of the map. Yeah, so as that's, far as that's what the back of Marco Stoll's video showed, that was the end of the map. However, yeah. we were looking at a different video that had a bigger version of the map with area behind Capitol Hill clearly oh, seen as part of the map. Yeah, so it has area behind the Capitol building, uh, which mm-hmm. is going to be Capitol Hill itself and yeah. probably part of uh stanton park and the east yeah. end i looked up where um yeah so from my sorry, under- you yep no you go db I, I was trying to build time till you worked out exactly what i was just adding on to yeah, the geography of uh washington dc that initial gameplay trailer we saw at the xbox conference um you start in the united states botanical garden conservatory and you head out yes. maryland drive yep. Yep. of course you got capitol hall on your right um, so it's, I think it's approaching from that same, looking at the map, west or south. Yeah, you, you're coming yeah. into it yeah. from the west. The, the the most eastern point seems to yeah. be Capitol yeah. Hill, um, and everything you start from the other side and you work your way yeah. up to Capitol Hill, which is the theory I was talking about where that seems to be. We'll get onto the, the later the, the idea, but that's that's the end game, is is around there. Um. So from there, DC's a beautiful place. It's it's one to one scale. So you walk everywhere do you walk in the game, you meet you walk a meter in real life. Um obviously they'll change a few things around, but there's um some interesting points with that because it's a very um very sensitive area. Like it, this is the most, as I said, the thing the most fortified area in the world and mm. um, it's fallen they do mention in the trailer the second cinematic trailer was um there are underground basically the the army retreats into the bunkers uh and then the other people the the head people retreat underground to underground areas so we do know it's a multi-level map as well so there is that as well um the, the big thing we've we're looking at is pentagon is outside pentagon it's outside of the current location of the map from what we see in the in the walkthrough video uh so that leads to 
how we are going to get to that and what part that plays because it is in that cinematic trailer as well. Yeah. Um, what else do you want to say about uh, Washington DV? Is it it's open? It's obviously a lot with, more open than than the previous game, which with, is with brilliant. the um, Snowdrop that. engine. Apparently, um, it's an improvement on the Division One. Is actually enables them to draw curves, um, to do hills and so forth in Washington. So that's a bit of a difference there. Okay. Um, the map area was first stated as being seventy five percent larger than there in the Division One, but then that was corrected to twenty percent. And I'm wondering if this 75% yep. is inclusive of those episodes, the DLC that we have later the in the DLC. Um, so the areas um, in Division 2 is much bigger, um, starting apparently from 20%. So um, I mean, that's a neat feature. Mm. Um, speaking from a cosplayer point of view, the um, climate makes it easy for us to wear <laughs> shorter sleeves, especially in Australia. Um, <laughs> That's a bit of a blessing, so um, especially oh, yeah. like packs and things like that are in our spring, summer um, over in Australia. Um, are, are you working on your teddy bear little adornment to your bag already? <laughs> I actually already got one. Just steal one of my kids' ones, but um, been working on. Just a quick note on that: we did we did see customization, a new customization slot by the yeah. look of it on bags, which there was a flag, there was a little bobblehead looking thing, and the teddy bear that yep. we've seen in in trailers. So trophies, far, but, apparently. Um, yes. Excellent. Um, I thought they were going to be shields leading in. I thought that's going to be what we can I unlock now, but it's. Thought not. I heard that that was somewhat related to the patches and whatnot you can actually put on your bag in yeah, Div One. I'd assume that. They did clearly show patches in one of the trailers as well. Hmm. There was, there was definitely they highlighted that part of it uh, as a close up as well. So that will stay. Um, but yeah, I'd say it'll be something you unlock through cust- uh, through what looks like um, c- accommodations are now turning into shields, uh, more more detailed shields. But hmm. um, but yeah, shields we'll get onto in a sec because that is actually live pretty much in a sec. There's a three gig download. That you people can do now to, to start getting into that. Um, but have you started making cosplay stuff? Yeah, um, naughtily I have. I've actually already had a a realistic looking but toy crossbow, so um, started working on that. Got a couple mm-hmm. of things to attach to that to make it look like the um, survivalist crossbow in Division Two. So not done to do too much with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't have actual real bolts for it though. They're all like foam suction tipped so oh. um, uh, <laughs> you can't go running around the street in Australia because you know they love weapons on the street here in Australia <laughs> so um, not yeah. well you need to move to America <laughs> you'll be perfectly right um, I do um, just additionally I do have yeah. a um, like a healing grenade sticky bomb grenade gun from a cosplayer division which I've actually upgraded to look more like the chem um, launcher in division 2 so I'm yep. um, just at like a four grip yep. how good did oh, that awesome. thing look as 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 a team playing thing as well, where um, so what we're talking about is there's a new sort of sticky bomb, but it looks like it's a it's a skill where you yep. shoot it out and it lets off a purple gas. Now, would that does that mo- immobilize them in that area that you've seen in any of the playthroughs, or have they said anything um, about that, or it's just a gas? Just a gas, but there are up I- to like two or three different functions that you can have within the gas uh, types. Yeah, types. So wherever yep. he. Because um, I know the one that they were using in uh, the playthrough was once someone would fire it, they'd pop back down, and someone else yep. would fire around into it and light everybody that's in that on fire. Yeah, 
I saw somewhere yeah. that the other so functions cool. include um, nanobot healing tech. Um, yep. What was the other one? Um, yeah, there's two or three different types of rounds. Like, of course, you've got the thermal one, but yeah, I, I couldn't see one where they were stuck to the ground yeah. or something. I'd assume there'd be a poison or something like that, the, the same way that um, that they have the gas from the Seeker Mind that sort of disorientates them, because there's got to be mm. some kind of crowd control aspect to it as well, is what I'm looking for. Um, so let's move on to the specializations, because that we talked about the crossbow yep. then a second ago. Um, they're talking about yep. three at the moment, which they've clearly mentioned there's going to be more than three at launch. Um at this stage, we know the crossbow is one, the grenade launcher is another, and the 50 cal sniper rifle is another, which is cool because they said if you line up multiple people with this 50 cal sniper rifle, you will go straight yeah. through. Yes, you can take out three or four people in one hit. Uh, sort of like a almost a um, <laughs> sonic wave, they said, will go through these people. Uh, and also they take off a huge amount of armor off these heavies, which we'll get onto in a moment as well. Um so, what out of those three DB? What are you most uh, excited about? Either the demolitionist or the sharpshooter. Um, a lot of shooting games, I do prefer to play the sharpshooter, uh, sniper rifle from afar. But then the grenade yep. launcher of the demolitionist scene looks attractive. The um, survivors. I'm not a, even though I'm going to be cosplaying a bit of crossbow. Um, survivors for the crossbow, even though there yep. will be the option to have explosive. Um, bolt heads. Um, I'm not as keen on that, but um, yeah, definitely other two. Yep. One of the explosive bolts they showed hitting what that heavy and took off all his armor and half of his health. From what I what I saw as well, it was oh, a pretty powerful little machine. Um, what this feels like is a removal of gear sets and an adding of specializations. Um, which I don't mind, uh, but this is specializations unlock when you finish the campaign. So not when you hit level 30, but when you finish the campaign, you'll unlock specializations um, and then you'll be able to switch between them. But they've said it's a fairly hefty grind to unlock everything in one of them. Hmm. Um, but you can, um, they do then lead into, they give you special mods for skills. So you can decide, I want that mod for that skill that I'm using heavily, but it's in the, demolitionist one but i want to be a sharpshooter so you'll upgrade your uh demolitionist skill to unlock that mod for that skill and then you can yeah, get back into your sharpshooter not stuck to one per character you can. it's like a skill tree uh which I, I i sort of wanted it stuck to one character so i had a reason to use three characters or four characters in the game but i understand you want why, to go, you want to go nine. <laughs> yep i did 100 percent uh i want a reason to have multiple characters I, but they're not giving it that to us so unless we'll get onto the the big twist at the end what we think that'll be that can lead into it but um so josh what's your choice out of those three that we currently know of? um well i like the idea of the exploding bolts that the survivalists can mm-hmm. have um but I'll... he sets traps as well i think they said yeah. as well he was a master of set, setting traps which is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, so I'd be thinking maybe survivalist or demolitionist, just because it's fun to make things explode, but it's also fun to oh, it is uh, trap people. And I'm generally not that good at long range engagement sort of yeah. stuff. Now, 
Cal, you're a sniper. Yo. <laughs> yeah, I'm from the grumpy, grumpy uh, bear school of. Uh, we're, that's the problem. We're going to go into. We're going to go into an eight-man raid with five snipers well, in our funny, team and funny three devilishness. <laughs> funny you should say that. I actually don't mind the survivalist mode. I think I think there's yeah. looking looking at the three. I think the survivalist will probably be the the more generalist um, player, as in yeah. you know they've got and probably a little bit more stealth, as in they're the ones that'll be able to sneak in. For, you know, the crossbows kind of in, in, you know, implies a level of you know, stealth. Whereas I, I can see what you're going to be, um, Wilco. You're, you're you're definitely the uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Nate spending. Sharpshooter, yeah. Sharpshooter, yeah. <laughs> Sharpshooter. Sharpshoot with those grenades, man. Yeah. I can I've done my Wildlands video. I was I was sniping people with a grenade launcher for, from more than four hundred meters. Uh, six hundred meters, sorry. That's right. There's a video out there, you check it out. Um I I think can we theorize what other ones Not have that people I've put seen. that out there yet? D V on seen. the web. Doesn't mean I've what other specializations we'll see. <laughs> Let's do it now. Yeah, well, there's yeah. got to be a medic. There'd have to be a medic, um, some kind of uh, person who specialises yeah, in healing, or a tank. So a a chunker, like a no. What's Tuchanka. our what's our Lord and yeah, Savior? Chunker. Yeah, Tuchanka. Yeah, Tuchanka. That, that kind of exact. And as, model. as soon yeah. as you change that character, his voice changes as well. So he's like, I'm ready. Let's do this. <laughs> that's that's well, your specialisation. The first thing you unlock that, is a beautiful Either that or it becomes a, a Montane-like character, which is like just just armoured to the core, massive ballistic shield. Mm. Kind of like the um, ballistic shield um, handgun um, build oh, that yeah. was meta that was in um, D1. I reckon that'll. Um, That's it. Th- mm. that, that'll possibly make it. Like a defense type of thing. Yeah. yeah. That as well. well. I, I want a proper skill skill build specialization where you can go right into like. Um, Explosions. Yeah. yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Cop an explosion be like that. Yeah. <laughs> But I want like I don't know whether they're gonna be out because it, it looks like there's me- the, like the mounted weapons and stuff like that, like in um, the resistance mode where you've got the actual fortifications. Someone who can actually yeah. de arm them from afar or things I'd, like I'd that. Like a, I'd like a techie build, as in, like almost like an engineer build where, like you had with um, yeah. at, like in the op four in, in Division One, where you have well, someone be who can set up someone... turrets and drones and yeah. shock drones and. You know, hacks can and hack even, other people's um, the equipment. Ping yeah, does it does all that kind of stuff. Like, um, I think that that's a pretty easy one to to sort of do. And mm. that's I'd I'd actually do that as a secondary one besides mm. blowing stuff up. Um, anything else, DB, that you can think of? Just for specialisations. Yeah, like another idea sort of thing. Um, not really. I think we just all covered it. Sort of these yeah. atypical roles you have in a shooter i can almost see like a something to do with the ar rifle um and someone who's really fast and getting in there and shooting people down quickly with the machine gun almost a dual wield rambo style i don't know (laughs) but um you've got to sort of fit each type of gameplay that people want and you you, i think you're probably going to have about eight because there's eight people for a raid there's that's actually, my theory. Um, that's all I've got. On. There's actually a talent which we'll go over later, which actually uh, can help that sort of gameplay. Mm. Yeah, see, that's the type of stuff that we're we're looking like. Pretty much, they're grabbing what? How many gear sets do we have? Nine in the end. Mm. They're basically turning them into proper specializations, and then go a lot more RPG skill tree into them, which is what I wanted. So, yeah, pretty excited about that. That's that. 
it's going to be good. I can't wait for that. We did see some extra tech in the videos, DB. You, um, what's your favorite bit of tech? We've seen a drone. We've seen the hive. We've seen yep. a pretty fancy looking seeker mine that goes through water. Um, yes, a drone, hive, um, seeker mine. What was the other one? There was a turret. I th- I'm pretty sure I saw a turret go down at one stage on one someone's gameplay. I thought I did anyway. Uh, just like, no, it won't have been the hive. It probably would have been an assault drone. Yeah. But the, the drone, the air drone in particular, that looks like something straight out of Ghost Recon where in one of the one of the walkthroughs he was actually getting healed from it. He actually got revived from, from the drone. Uh, I've also seen it using guns, uh, actual a machine gun, and attacking enemies. So... I, Cal in the yep. drone in Ghost Recon had a few other different, um, like a C4, uh, no, C4 drone, drone, rev drone, yeah. um, ping, spotter, spotter. Yeah, look, it, it had a few different options. There was a noisemaker. Right. Uh, the noisemaker. Yeah, yeah. look, yeah. I, I think the drone that they showed in the footage looked very similar to what the tech that um, Last Man had in that in everyone's favourite uh, incursion. Where the drones just kept coming and coming and coming and coming, they so very... electrified one. Uh, yeah, Shop you know what? And that might, yeah, and it might be the case where we end up with like a drone with different attachments, where a bit like the Sentry mm-hmm. to Sentry think... out of um, the Division One, where you could have a shock drone or a flame drone, or yeah, I think there'll be like seven there. or eight. To be honest, like you can imagine mm-hmm. a flashy bang on top yeah. of a drone, or even that that new foam, the the yeah that concrete From reduction. Oh, the the quick, the quick set stuff. Some then mm. shit, yeah. So yeah, the the hive in particular looked pretty cool. So it, it was an explosion mm. that went up in the air with these needles, and those needles then attacked weak points in particular on enemies. So yeah. it was like a violent uh, form of very good for sh- Yeah, they <laughs> it was very good at stripping that heavies of enemies. So we've we've mentioned the heavy a lot of lot now. DB, are you making a build of that heavy? No, because I want to see you in that big big outfit. <laughs> Something like a spinner shell. Um, I know Uber Timmy's thinking of doing it. He's appropriate the same size. Um, he's, a, he's a lad on himself. He just got to paint, do the body paint. He'll be right. Um, I think that probably would be one for someone like spinner shell um, expertise with um, yeah sewing armor together and things like that. So um, I'm going to give that a miss. Well, it's also it's very we're... reminiscent of it. Sorry. Yeah, he's yeah, very reminiscent of his hunter cosplay. Um, yeah, the armor, but it's also being hotter over here. Um, that's another reason. Why. <laughs> I just want to see you in that outfit. To be honest, I'd be. I'm not, I'm not a large outfit. Bloke, so, now, um, um, no, that's okay. You put something underneath. You put, put the underneath. the fat belly on, <laughs> and then you put that on top. You're right. Um, so we talk about this heavy for a second because what they've done with the division two is they've lowered the time to kill. Things die because that was one of the feedback they got. Obviously, oh, they're all bullet sponges. What are you doing? It's boring. Um, it's not realistic. All that kind of stuff. They've made these people die quicker. They've also made yourself die quicker to, to compensate for that. But to make enemies that would normally be bullet sponges realistically spongy, they've put this massive bulletproof, almost bombproof armor on um, on. Basically, yeah, think of the, the bomb disarmor guys, their mm. armor. Um, so mm. you physically see them and you go, okay, this is going to take a lot of bullets to get this guy down. But they do the part well where they actually, the bullets do pull and everything does pull the armor off. So once you pull the armor off them, you actually see that there are just a skinny dude underneath 
and then they obviously couple shots and they're dead. Um, what did you think of the, that type of gameplay, DB? Like that change makes, for the Division 2? I think it's definitely better. It makes it much more tactical. Um, takes away that port sponge element and there's a purpose of practicality in where you're targeting him and um, you, don't, you don't feel yeah. like you're just wasting bullets on a guy. You're actually doing something with that. You're actually and, doing um, something, yeah. Yeah, I think mm. it's actually... It's anyway, very logical. Yeah, I think it's an improvement to the gameplay. Mm, definitely. How good did it look though, Josh? Definitely. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. It's just... Like, just, just seeing him, like, do the stumble mm-hmm. when then a piece of armor explodes, like, off his shoulder. He's like, oh. It's like, that just looked so good. Yeah, that was... With that a was... knee with a shoddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems, like, uh, from what I've heard, too, with the, we're talking about the AI, I think I watched one of the Arix's videos or something like that. He said the AI is a lot more in-depth. So I think what you, you're seeing mm. is the AI they use for the hunter, but they've put that through the whole game of all the all the enemies um he said they actually do react and, and use some logical tactics to get away from you but the other thing i've noticed is the instead of where in division one a lot of like the cleaners look all the same and they look just like out of place and then the rikers looked all out of place the enemies we've seen in this one look sort of more natural um like the the one on the in the cinematic trail on the street where she's just in a tank top and some jeans um and a gas mask on the back like she could just be like one of the factions and that's how they look and um the other guy had a flannel or something on them oh, no, i can't remember what he what the other guy had on but then there's the more military looking guys with the actual proper looking nice um bulletproof vests and the the camo legs and stuff like that so i like that yeah. it's going to make cosplaying a bit more easier because you've got a bit more free freedom yeah, in what you what you wear yeah, the the enemy types are much more diverse, mm. and they fit more into uh, sort of the scenery. Mm. Yeah. So I suppose you could say, DB, you're the one with all the information. What's the name of the faction that we saw? It's a religious sounding, the third cult. Uh, it's true sons. True sons. Even That's I know this one. There you go. <laughs> um, how many different factions do you reckon we're going to see in the game? We're going to have a similar number to Division 1, like 3 or 4. Um, I do know yeah. with the monk, amongst the different factions, they're not going to have the same enemy types across them, like Division 1. Yep. Like um, your Grenadiers, Snipers, Elites, they're apparently going to vary the types across the factions. Yeah, I did hear an interesting point in one of the videos I watched where they said uh, you'll see enemies in a certain area at a certain time. Like, they seem to push back and forth against each other, so... Um, you won't always see um, whatever the, the enemy is for that faction just there. They'll sometimes not be there and it'll be a different type, but it'll be generally, you'll be able to find them in the right places where they should be. So you're kind of saying they'll have front lines and stuff like that. They'll have different different groups yeah. will push push backwards and forwards depending upon... Yeah, because there was the other thing I saw in that walkthrough, and I just saw it again before, where they walked into... They had the the sign up in the distance where it says, you know, before you change zones and it said um, Capitol Hill, but it said actually contested in there rather than anything else. So it actually mm. had a red sign saying contested underneath. So, Well, that mm. I wonder if that ties into the end game. You know, how we're talking about factions and... Well, this is the end game that we're seeing. So. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what, yeah. maybe that's what part of it is. The agent, you know, the 
the division agents end up having to choose a faction and you end up having to align yourself with a faction to try and control territory. And that becomes then part yeah. of the, the ongoing. Yeah. But how you manage that from a persistent universe thing, I think is going to be interesting. <laughs> it's it's kind of leading itself towards something like um, Planetside, which just then turns into a complete furball, which I don't know if that's entirely... Uh, Potential? Oh, no, I don't know. I don't. I can't quite know how that how that would work if that's what they're going to do. So yeah, I, I, that's probably going to yeah be something like that. It's like uh, the gang warfare sort of thing that they had in was it GTA San Andreas, where slowly uh, you you take an area and then that would be yours, but then like someone would push in and start a war in your area again. Um, but yeah, probably you have to align with one of the groups or. You, uh, there's another group, like an extra uh, faction mm. per se, uh, who are the good guys, uh, and you're trying to take out all the other factions for them. Or you know, you can go rogue and go, no, screw you, I'm a true son. It's true son's death yeah. now, well, which is an interesting point because one of the criticisms I think a few people had with um, the Division One was, oh, why can't I become a cleaner? Or why can't I become a Riker? Or I think most people want to become cleaners. So I sympathise for the cleaners. I wanted to be cleaner, to be honest. Yeah, I think you were the one that wanted the big ass flamethrower. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah like that, that's that. <laughs> they blow up so good when you shoot. Gotta love those canisters. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I think it leads into that. Like, we'll get onto end game series later. But that's sort of what it feels like. It feels like it's a living world that is going back and forth. Especially we saw at the end of that control mission in a few of the playthroughs where NPCs turn up um, and they say, the, the only real thing we've seen so far is it says current needs and it's got the, the three supply bits and you've got to go around collecting. It was mm. water, tools, and medicine, food. food. Sorry. Or something like that. It could be of each. randomized between the different groups. Yeah. yeah. Now, whether that's, that's 100 for everyone in your group, I'm assuming, not... The other thing, they... I reckon it's just going to be 100 for the control site. Yeah, I think, but like if me, you, Cal and DB are in a group, can we go up? I give them 30, you give them 40. Cal gives them nothing because of the blood jar <laughs> and DB gives them the, the 30. Can we, can we all get it? Or are we all going to have to give <laughs> I, I think each? so. I think, I think that's the way it's going to be is um, if you're in your own sort of thing and you've taken it on somehow and managed to pull that yeah. site yourself. Yeah, I know it's a group thing, yeah. but... Just using this as yeah. a hypothetical, you're the one that's going to have to provide the hundred. Oh. But if you've got a group of four, uh, then it's it's sort of like a twenty-five each because buy-in, depending on what you've got. Sort of. There thing. was that weird part of that walkthrough where they said, "Oh, we're at the sinkhole," because these were people they were already in their group and they'll split up completely. So whether I just didn't know whether the map is going to be instanced with other agents in the area, so then everyone in your faction kind of like can a help PvP PVE arrangement. Yeah, but no PvP. Yeah. It's just basically you take over that control point, and then that's your faction's uh, control it, point or something. It could pull in that that whole clan thing, which we'll, from what I we'll can get tell onto. in the run sheet, we'll we'll get onto later. That's a big um, point. But yeah, it could it could just be a hundred things for your clan. Yeah, maybe um, or whatever they want to call it. The task for your task. It force. was definitely an interesting um, thing because it mm. was that was right next to Capitol mm. Hill, and like I was saying in the pre pre show. Capitol Hill was definitely fortified and definitely still an enemy to you. And this was after the campaign. Do you find that weird, DB? No. Um, I think it's a pretty strategic location that 
an enemy faction would hold up a lot a lot of cover there places to fortify um but if you've finished the storyline and you've defeated the enemy what enemy is going to be at capitol hill to to fight back maybe you you haven't defeated the enemy that, at the end of the storyline you've just gotten to the point where you're finally taking them down yep. and that is the end game and that's what the next episodes mm-hmm. lead into so, yeah so that didn't cross your mind db am i confusing no you? no no um okay it could could be that was my yeah, theory. Yeah, going going down that track it could could be keener or someone similar that's hold up there um yes hmm. my theory was i'll go into it now quickly was that we fight <laughs> over it as a faction so we choose a faction in the storyline yeah. and then we fight over it and that's the deep the dark zones there and behind there and then whoever controls that area is the one who controls capitol hill and gets rewards for that and you have to actually launch an assault on the, the capitol hill to take it for your faction or your clan maybe even but probably your faction and that's that's what the end game is pushing back and forth, sort of like Guild Wars, where they had the worldly worldly world thing, mm. where it's always contested. I, I think if yeah, I think if they're going to do that, it's going to be faction based, not clan based. Yeah, clan based is going to be small. like yeah, there'd, there'd be like literally a clan of four people. It's like I'm not going to no, be able to do this. Yeah, that's why and I'm the other and, well, the other thing too, and and Wilco, you probably remember this from faction gaming in NWO. All it, I'm hoping that the other thing they do is they hard fix the faction as in once you've made that decision in particular inside you your clan you can't mm. change because you had instances yeah. um in mechware online where you had these massive clans of you know two you know 150 200 people across time zones which would then completely sway the battle sphere by literally just organizing yeah. this coordinated um push and they just do it for shits and giggles and go okay we're going to join this particular faction and just swap half the map and i mean it's, yeah. di- it's different <laughs> because the player base was so small and it was such a you know a market change but i could see a very that's similar why thing i was here. um that's what i was saying it could tie that into multiple characters so if mm. there is four factions i can i play four characters one in each faction so then we can play together when we want to play the whatever the, the mm. three sons or whatever they called i can't remember already my brain's fried true sons, true sons. so if we want to play with the true sons then <laughs> Um, I can we can go play that, but then I've also got Keena's character over there that we can go play mm. that if we want to as well. So mm. I don't know. It's weird because he did say there's a big twist at the end of the storyline, and it will that leads you into Endgame with Sony. Perhaps the twist is the game's being directed by M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a prelude. They're going to go into it. What did twist? Going to pull back. No, anyway. either that or um, the whole thing. Everyone's in cryogenic suspension, and the world's actually officially ended. And it's in, you know the whole thing's just a simulation. And then you you wake <laughs> up in uh, Boston, <laughs> and the year is twenty two eighty seven, and it goes into a site. Yeah, you know, what? That's it. And it goes into some weird cyberpunk for division, the division three. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Written for them. Solved it. It's all done. <laughs> um. So, where lead us somewhere, DB? What's the next point you want to talk about? Because uh, <laughs> you're the host tonight. Oh, awesome. Um, so, the as we mentioned before, the um, sign-ups for the closed or private beta are up on the official yeah. division website. Um, don't know if we can post that anywhere. But um, I'm guessing we'll the beta will probably... Awesome, thank you. Um, I imagine... Like previous titles for Ubisoft coming around in March, the 
beta will probably run around middle to end of February. The open beta following that. Um, there have been, has been five times the amount of sign-ups for the beta for the Division 2 as compared to Division 1. Wow. Yep. Um, mm. if he... well, as soon as they said, you can sign up for the beta, I'm like, what was that website? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was feverishly doing it on my phone at work. <laughs> Um, yeah. If you, yes, sorry, just to continue. If you don't get um, instantly in, you get put on a waiting list. Um, and people who are lucky enough to be picked at random are getting their name engraved on the um, statue, the front of the ICC in LA. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's just got these two robotic Iron Man, like Tony Stark assistants engraving mm. uh, people's names, some of them including star players um, who've luckily managed to get it as well. Yeah. Um, but that's a pretty cool feature to have. So that's the beta. Um, How do you yeah. find it? I, I got my email saying I've been put on the waiting list. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't even think I got that. a waiting I list. Just, yeah, yeah, I was I mean, the same. I'm saying, I mean. Yeah, of course you are. Okay, I'll course just double check my email. No, mine just said it registered. You didn't actually say I'm on a waiting yes. list. For anybody who's watching and listening, um, you got to sign in with your ePlay account when you um, go to register. Yeah, it's important. I see. So I've just been sent a link. Uh, the picture that they showed of on the, from the website where the three agents are walking in. There's two pillars either side. Yeah, those two pillars actually have logos on them. Uh, very not officially. Logos. Not officially. No. No. Is that? Yeah, and a, a fan artist added those in. He's. I've, oh, they did. Is that yeah, what it is? Okay. He spliced it in. So um, yeah. Don't take too much from those logos. Apparently, one of the logos is his. His. Um... I was about to say I haven't seen them before. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. One yeah. of them looks very division esque. Uh, yeah. I, I've been added. I've been added to the waiting oh, list. It, I must have been just outside no, the order no, accept. Mine says here, if you are selected, you'll be notified on this email address shortly before the beta starts. So I read that as being we're all, we're oh. all on the waiting list. Yeah. You'll get yeah. told if you're actually part of the yeah. beta or not. Not necessarily. You are too late. Too too bad. Too sad. That's... I, I thought it was it was uh, more like like first hundred callers hundred percent, and then the next hundred is like you'll. you'll yeah, I, I think they got more people out of the thousands in than they expected. Yeah, as DB said, there was oh, five times more. They've gone. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll just let everyone in. Uh, and then they've got. Well, all, I, I did play on. the original division beta, so yeah, it's interesting to see if if they sort of go. Oh, he was in the first beta. Like, yeah, definitely, mm. like people in the first base. And we happen to be part of a podcast or... that's Tom Clancy related, and we happen to talk about the division. And that's we it. Post yeah, about we it do a, a really and... good episode with some star players hey, and ex star ma- players. Hey, 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 Hamish, make it happen. Come on, that's man. It. Yeah. Don't talk to Hamish. Talk to Yannick. He's the one who makes things happen. That's it. Um, uh, al- although. Ha- Hamish almost lives next door, so, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Almost. Uh, so. Uh, do you want to talk about the raids quickly? Yeah, I play raids. How excited. How excited are you about raids, oh, DB? Exceptionally. And when are we raiding together? Um, soon as possible, as soon as the game comes out. Um, no, a lot of people, especially <laughs> at the um, press conference, like, were very excited when um, Gillian announced that. Um, from his words, they're trying to top the... Oh, actually, no. Somebody said they're trying to top Destiny's raids, actually. I won't quote Gillian on that. Um, they'll be delivered post-release as free DLC for the game meant to be accessible as part of the end game. That is set after the events of the main part of the story. So, um, yeah, that's going to be pretty cool to be able to join up in um, with seven other players and 
Um, do you think it'll be just you have to go in at seven, or do you think you can have a group of four and matchmaking with another? I group reckon of four? that that option will be available. As I said, with clans, they're still making sure matchmaking is an option as well. So I think that will be there for the raids. Yeah, yeah. Matchmaking for raids is hard though because you yeah. do need that communication. That's what I was thinking. If it's two groups, it does of have the in-game stuff. If it's so. two groups of four, that makes it a bit easier because those groups of four will be communicating amongst themselves, and you've just got to communicate together, um, which yeah. which is better than having, you know, either like just randoms or or whatever. But yeah, because four is a very specific number. Uh, where Destiny goes three, four, five, six, depending on what you're playing. Um, Four. And it's so annoying. It's like, let's all jump in. Oh, wait, no, we've got one more yeah. extra person. So four so makes sense. Four, this. four, you can have two people, mm. two groups playing. They can join together for the raid and then they can split back up once they go out. I guess a good question uh, yeah. arises is how they're going to figure out group chat in case of raids. Um, PC is quite easy to be just a push to talk yeah. option. And it, if you're in the raid, you've got you can comms do that with, with everybody. As yeah, well. you got like parties yeah, on Xbox. Like as in... Yeah. yeah, but if I'm in, if you're in a, a, a PlayStation or an Xbox party yeah. chat, you don't have in-game chat. You don't panel. either. So yeah, yeah fair. Yes, that's how does it work for um, games like R6 on console? Because that, uh, if you're all in the game and nobody's in a party chat, everyone yeah. can hear each other. As soon as you go in a party uh, so chat, so it's the same thing. Yeah, as soon as you're in a party chat, you're locked out. Yeah, right. Okay. And yeah, they've got the push to talk for yeah. PC. Yeah. Mm. PC won't be a problem. Yeah. PC is easy mode for that sort of thing. Just use Discord, people. Just get a Discord app for the consoles. Yeah. That's just That'll be great. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't chat on the Discord app on the consoles. <laughs> I know, but make it happen. Yeah. Make it work. Um, I've had my theory before. I thought I mentioned the Pentagon's not part of the actual map itself. What's the odds we're going there for the first raid, DB? Let's say... One in a quarter. <laughs> a quarter? <laughs> a one in four chance. Yeah. Because there's, there's like several things. Yeah, that yeah that's to. right. That's what I'm I think um, either, that or, either that or Capitol Hill Congress, I reckon yeah. the main hut or Congress will be the other one. Yeah. Mm. Well, Cap, uh, the Capitol building could be the first one. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Being that it's the Capitol building, it's right there. Do you like, think we'll get a raid every episode? I don't think we'll get that. I think we'll be... Oh. Maybe not every episode, but they might mm, maybe drop a few in there. And by the time we've uh, we've reached the end of the life cycle of Division Two, basically any large structure that is of importance, yeah, will have been to the the government uh, currently is probably yeah. going to be a raid. Let me ask that question. Yeah. Um, well, okay, yeah, just a list of landmarks, objects in Washington DC. Just went through a mind of <laughs> what they could use. So, yeah, um, could be yeah. anything. Yeah, I reckon the I just find it interesting that they, make a, um, they yeah, I reckon the Smithsonian will make a uh, an appearance somewhere online, either as part of the game or as a as a yeah. raid, because that that building that that complex is massive. Mm. And there's also uh, the White House will actually be on the map, from what I could tell. So that could be yeah. I just found it interesting that um, Mm. the Pentagon was featured in that cinematic trailer. Yeah, the fact that they pointed out sort of does point to it being the first red location. But it's not on the map, so it's not like a place you actually go to. So they're like, I'm like, whoa, hold on, what's going on there? But they've also got a Taco Bell in there, so (laughs) confirmed. (laughs) That's all I want. Sold. That's all we want. 
The new, um, new NPC in there with so... the Taco King. Oh, yeah. it better be taco king. That'd be gold. Taco's going to be consumables in the game. That'd be sweet if they were. I hope so. You've just got 100% health, 100% armor, and 100%, I don't know, tech. Dysentery. Yeah, it's, 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 it's <laughs> oh, that's why those streets were so dirty, because Taco Bell's in there. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's the only food that's left in Washington, D.C. now. It's uh, just Taco Bell. I... I don't think there's anything more exciting than raids coming to the game, to be honest. Um, the fact that I put in my video before launch that I wanted more than full play content and they've delivered that. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited to see what oh. happens with that. The, the only other game that was uh, up until this point that provided raids that I actually wanted to play was Destiny. Never heard of it. And I got so yeah. fucking bored of playing Destiny. It's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a um, what do you call it? Not a, it's a bit of an indie game. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, a little, a little bit, bit of it in the game. game. Um, but yeah, now that there's raids in Div 2, I'm like, yes. Do you want to quickly talk about the clans then? Since I'm scrolling down and we, I, see, I see clans on the page. How big do you think there'll be limits on them? Do we be able to do our own artworks for them? What kind of limitations and things do you reckon we'll be able to be? And uh, God, I hope we don't have to go to a website to do um, it. Good point. I think it'll be similar <laughs> to like For Honor's clan decoration system. I don't know if any of you guys have. Um, Ooh, so you can have like emblems on your shield. You can like unlock um, emblems and sort of mix and match. You can have your own custom yep. words and things like. That. I imagine there will be some kind of screening process. You don't have like swear words and all sort of obscenities on part of your clan tag. Yeah. Um, numbers. Either obviously the four or eight will probably be um, limitation. Um, yeah, but hopefully, like, because I think there's limitations on Destiny to 100 people. Oh yeah, yeah, or guild or whatever um, they call it. In terms of that aspect, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hopefully that's not a thing. Yeah, hopefully it's not. Yeah, but anyway, we will see. Um, let's get on to the weapons because there's lots and lots of stuff to talk about with weapons and armor. Um, <laughs> where to start? No more gear sets, from what we can tell. There's brand sets, though, which I know I, I tweeted out this morning that I saw that, and then DB said he'd been writing millions of words about that. What what, have, what brand sets have you seen so far? This I, The one I saw was on a Superior, which is a purple bit of loot. So it seems like all of them you can have um, brand sets on them. So brand sets looks as if they have a certain number of gear from the same brand and will give stat bonuses. Um could be all or nothing, meaning if you have one piece, you activate the first bonus, and two pieces get the first and second, and so forth. Um, sorry, I'm reading, dictating here. Um, names that we've seen of brand sets are the Overlord Armaments, which includes a 7.5% armor percent bonus, 5% weapon damage, um, 10% DTE. Um, I haven't figured that one out. Another one is the China Light Industries Corporation. 8% shotgun damage, 10% all resistance, 10% skill haste. Then you've got the Richter and Kaiser GMB Holdings, I think it is. 20% pistol damage, 15% shield skill power, which stood out to me. Um, could shield yeah. be another skill like in Division 1? Um... We got the yeah the battering ram shield yep. thing. I hope they don't do the mobile mm, mobile yep. shield because that broke the game last time. Um, ten percent all resistance. Another one's called the Aeraldi Holdings. Five percent MMR damage. Ten percent headshot. Ten percent accuracy. 
Um, Wyvern Ware, 7% crit hit damage, 5% headshot, 10% critical hit chance. Sokolov Concern, sounds like a Russian drink. 10% SMG damage. <laughs> 8%. Um, yeah, I won't go there. I won't say it was a Russian hooker. Anyway. <laughs> you just did, so. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I just implied that I said it by saying it. Uh, Sokolov Concern. It's Sokolov a very big concern. concern. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Sokolov Concern. gets damaged. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of Russian weapons in Petrov here. Petrov defense are the, group. Uh, are we going to see a lot of? Well, well we know there's a lot yeah. of. Um, like you got the Russian embassy in Washington. I imagine they've probably got like some sort of maybe Spetsnaz or some kind of security. I'm just I'm just pointing mm. out that maybe yeah. they're going to play a bigger part in this. Than, or they did play a big part in the first one, but they're going to continue yeah. to play a big yeah. part in this. What's interesting about looking yeah. at some of these though is. They seem to almost start to turn themselves towards some of the stuff that we saw in the gear sets. So, for example, mm-hmm. you look at something like mm. the Richter and Kaiser. You know, it's pistol and shield skill. So you're then starting to look at, you know, gun. You know, you can run your yeah. own. You can run your own. Um, not bandit defense. Who's the character out of oh. R6? That runs it. Blitz. Blitz. You can run your own, your own <laughs> slits build. And funnily enough. Blitz is German mm-hmm. and Richter and Kaiser German is name. a German company. Are we seeing? Yeah. Also, it's obviously uh, Heckler yeah. and Koch. Yeah, exactly. And Petrov Defense yeah. Group, LNG and Turrets. Lord Tachanka. Mm-hmm. Just putting it out there. <laughs> Build a turret. Well, there is. There's, there's a turret skill power. So yeah. there's definitely skill turrets in the game, as I was talking before. Mm. So. Um, and the one to DTE um, might be Death to Elite. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to crank my brain there. Damage, ah, damage, yes. to damage to elites. Sorry, not death yes. to elites, damage yeah. to elites. Yeah. Death to elites. Death to <laughs> <laughs> so That's a good clan name right there. Right there, we've done it. Lock it in, people. DTE. Nice. Um, so I like this. I like this change because this is on the superior one. So imagine if we got an exotic or a legendary drop mm. that's going to have maybe four piece bonuses or five mm. piece bonuses or... I like the fact that you can have your purple still be as strong, but they don't have as many bonuses to them because then you can still actively use some of them if you like that got solid gameplay mm. rather than going for the exotics. But uh, the other thing I meant, I heard them mention that the, all this stuff looks a lot more unique than the previous one, where if you get a full mm. set of exotics, it'll actually physically change the look of them. Um, so I'm assuming... You will get three for superior, four for legendary, five or six piece for exotic. Because um, they said they were talking about full sets for of exotic gear, so it seems like I get my wish, and they're putting a thousand million weapons <laughs> and different types of um, weapons and armor into this game, don't you? Think? Yeah. Um, so you've seen in the gameplay trailers a lot of the recognizable Division One weapons like the Mark 46 and um, SSR things mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. um, I know yeah. a couple of the um, star players like Mib um, Simi and Splittership were discussing about getting a P90 in the game with um, Frederick Pyland and his cheeky response was oh maybe you never know um, <laughs> um, I know we need to... yep yep but, um, yeah we're definitely going to see a new, different variety like, of course we've got the signature weapons um, as the new weapons but um as in non-signature weapons, yeah, there's um, bound to be more variety. Um, I think in the Division 1, there was an F2000, which we never saw 
like was in the original gameplay yeah. trailers or in the mm. alpha or beta and didn't make the light to. So um, yeah. there's plenty of, of options they can still explore there. With the weapons, a lot of them only yep. had the one talent on them from what I saw, but they were superior. So do you think we'll get legendary and exotics yeah. which have two or three talents on them? And that's the way that, they're going to get yeah. That's what I think. It's um, whether we actually see it. There's another thing. Um, yeah. It, it does make sense that that's the way it's going to go. Is like you get a superior gun, it's got the one talent that you get yeah. an, right, an exotic. It's got it's got the full complement available sort of thing. found it weird that the, the purples were the same weapons as the exotics except for less powerful. Like that's just made them completely redundant from the start. And there's no point even making that kind of variety because they're gone within the first 20 hours of gameplay anyway. Um, but yeah, I what type of we've got a few different weapon talents that have been seen yep. so far. If you want to go through them, DB as well. Okay, is a pyromaniac damage yep. on a targets on fires increased by 50 percent. <laughs> yep, yeah, done. <laughs> sold. Game's over. Yep, done. <laughs> game's done. <laughs> you can goals with your pet sort of the fits anyway. um, requires over 10% weapon damage then there's a loaded for bear or lock and load reloading from empty increases weapon damage by 20% for 5 seconds close and personal weapon talent kills while close double next shot damage Ooh. then there's hemorrhage killing a bleeding target increases crit hit chance by 25% for all group members for 10 seconds Ooh, nice. unrelenting um, unrelenting, hitting enemies increases hit chance by 5%. This bonus stacks up to 10 times. Missing a target removes all stacks. Ooh. Um, requires something, but um, I couldn't capture what it was that was required off the screen. HF, quasi-ability Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Um, kill confirmed, headshot kills, grants 10% damage, stacks up to 10 times. All non-headshots reset the bonus, requires over 140% headshot damage. Wow. The saddest damage mm -hmm. done to bleeding targets increased by 15%, requires 15% crit hit chance. And quarterized damage done to targets on fire for 5% of damage done. Nice. There's a certainly weapon talent so far. Actually, thanks to Reddit user Rhythmic83. Got this information from as well. Excellent. Now, what's the gear talents that we're looking at as well? Um, gear talents. We've got a uh, devastating, which is five percent weapon damage. Rapid, ten percent skill cooldown reduction. Vital, which is t plus twenty percent health. Critical, is plus eight percent to your crit hit damage. Striking is fifteen percent to your damage to elites. There's steady nerves, which is destroying armor weak points. Grants fifty percent weapon stability. For four seconds, Re requires no full auto weapons to be equipped. Well, I'm never going to have Precise. that one, am I? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an, that's an interesting one because that yeah. that leads toward you know predominantly bolt action rifles and shotguns yeah. and stuff like mm. that. So, that's, what um, are the, the gear talents? Where are we seeing them? Where were they popping up? Because we've got we've done armor, we've done weapons. Are these mods for for weapons or? No, it's these for specific uh, gear pieces like. Um, oh, okay. Holsters mm. and chest yeah, pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, other ones is precise plus 15% headshot damage, hit and run melee kills, grant a speed boost for two seconds. I mentioned that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a requirement, you've got to be under 70,000 armor. So it sounds like a lot of armor. Dangerous. Yep. 
Yeah, like yeah. Ash. You, you yeah. are literally Ash of the yeah. Division 2. I'd say they've, they've <laughs> taken a lot. Like, obviously, they work together. Like, um, they're leaning towards that kind of a uh, Rainbow Six style where people are very unique and they can they can specialise in very specific roles and that's what they're sort of heading to, mm. which I like. Well, I hope so because, I mean, one of the biggest issues that was with the Division 1 is as soon as they changed a particular stat on a particular weapon set or a gear set, it became the new meta. Yeah. Everyone went hunting for it. Everyone ran it and everyone that went, was yeah, okay, great. Mission accomplished. Oh, hang on, we'll change it now. Oh, now we're all going to go back and find something else. It, yeah. It, yeah, I think there's some value in hopefully not nerfing well, that's, anything too much or trying to balance yeah, it out. In my want and wish list that I put up the video, I've said that by putting more stuff in there, giving people like massive amount of more options, you don't let that meta get stale because there should always be something that counteracts something else. Yeah, and that's and I think that's a good lesson to learn from RCX. They've done a very good job of yeah. if they bring out a new operator, very soon thereafter or the next update, there is something that either counters it mm-hmm. or someone something existing in the game that actually counters it already. So it's not a, a complete game-breaking element. Yeah. I mean, there's elements of it that game break, but they usually come back and fix it. So do you think we'll see a sort of a similar approach where Rainbow Six has their three three or four seasons a year? We get, we're getting basically four seasons a year because we're getting a game launch and then we're getting the three episodes. Do you see hmm. that as the same approach where they go basically shift that meta each and every season and um, add yeah, more, every storyline? Yeah, every title update's going to shift the meta slightly because it'll be the tweaks and the buffs and all that sort of stuff. Then episode one will roll around. We've got that uh, world event, whatever that ends up being, which I hope yeah, is... Yeah, so what, whatever that is, uh, but that's not going to really change the meta too much because I don't think they're going to no. introduce too much stuff in that. But see, and I want it to be something like a massive competition and... if it is faction-based where this week or this month is you guys have to go out mm. and do this and something changes in the world yeah. obviously an area opens up a new battle for it or something like that i don't know Some, something like that yeah uh, it'd be like the global event but different hmm. and hopefully a little bit more replayable yeah i, um, I think it'll be modeled off the global event somehow but um yeah um and then yeah you'll have episode one come which will completely change the meta again then title update will come which will reduce yeah fix it all up what's changed and so it does look like they're sort of following the rainbow six yeah business model um so let's move on to the news we got about shields it took them a long time to actually get this out so shields are now live as we're talking right now uh, the boys have played it. what did you think of the shields announcements db which is there's 14 of them um is there 12 of them i can't remember 12 12 there's four out this month and then there's one a month until launch. Uh, you unlock, um, it's like uh, there's a exotic items, there's some currency, and there's some other bits and pieces in there. Um, some of this then rewards you with stuff in the Division Two. Um, give us your thoughts, DB, since you're the most important person here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's actually a good idea to tie in Division One into Division Two in terms of rewards. Um, whether it's like something um, cosmetic or some kind of token you take over with you. Um, I know I've seen on social media some noobs to the Division who are interested in Division 2, like, oh, I didn't play Division 1, now I lose. I'm just whining, like, you've still got time to yeah. like, pick it up for like yeah. $15, $20. This is 
I do believe it's on sale currently. Yeah, it's so. like 80 yeah. odd percent mm-hmm. off. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just, anyway, it's just um, people ranting. Um, but yeah, I think and it's good. The idea. actual shields themselves are fairly easy to obtain. Like, I'm finding that probably most people who are veteran players are logging in now and they've actually got them already completed. Yeah, it is retroactive. Um, yeah. It's like they log in, it's like, oh, I've got all four. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Which I'm a little mm. bit upset. I'm not upset about it. I thought it was going to be. Not retroactive, so we could start it now and say, hey, go in and play it now, do this for this week or this month, and, and collect it and get it uh, to go forward. Are you, are not not all a, are retroactive. Are you pulling a dad comment and saying, I'm not I'm not upset, I'm disappointed? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah that's exactly it. Yeah, so uh, McDad has pointed out not all of them are retroactive, yeah. so you'll log in and oh, okay. get some straight away yeah, okay, if sweet. you've done the thing. Uh, and then you've got to go figure out what well, to do good. with the other ones. That's why we need McDad on the podcast. Because uh, he's a wealth of knowledge. Oh, I think he's playing. I think he's actually, yeah, he's he's actually playing actually right shields now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll be doing shield Fridays from now on. If you are having any problems getting your shields and you're on on our time zone, hit us up. We will help you out. We have two groups of four pretty much locked down every Friday now. So do definitely check that out. Um, are you implying we have an eight man? I implying we have an eight man. It's not a very good eight man. So if we, we can get some better players in, we'll definitely have a better eight man, <laughs> and then we'll drop a few out. Um, just got to get me up to up to level thirty, and I'll be I'll be. Look, good put it to this go. way: if DB says I'll I want you in my I'll be in your eight man, then Josh is gone. That's just straight up not another question. Wow, <laughs> that's rough. He he's like uh-huh. level eight. Well, of course, I'm going to drop him. Um, what? I'm not level eight. What are you? What, are you what level about? are you now? I'm like twenty two. I'm eight oh, away. Eight away. There you go. Eight away. Uh, there's a song there. Be, be, <laughs> um, nothing could be yeah, eight away, two hundred away. It's like a nation away, man. Yeah. It makes no difference. Now, <laughs> we had some stuff to do with healing. Healing has changed in the division two, and people are sort of upset or happy. I don't know which one. I can't work it out. Um, if you go down and you were really yeah, if you revive someone once they're down, you come back up with half your health and no armor. Uh, to get your armor back and your health, you it, DB. Do you know if the arm, uh, the health regenerates over time, or you have to use a medi medi kit? Is that what actually? The, do you not know? Um, I do know the med kits okay. require like a, a press and hold button. There's no sort of tap and go. Yeah. Um. So it's obviously a bit more tactical there. Um. Sort of makes sense to be honest, and probably gets around that whole lag yeah, thing the that they had, the problem yeah. that they had. Um. I do know with the armor, um, you can actually take out damaged bits of armor and just replace it or upgrade. Um, okay. I've seen that posted on Twitter. Who said that? Um, because there is a very quick way to actually change loadouts and change gear in game. They, they focused on that in the actual walkthrough where it's, oh, I've just got to quickly change my loadout and she went in and changed it all up. Um the other thing we didn't mention with gear, there's a skin slot now on each individual item of gear. So gloves, the, the picture I saw had gloves and they had a skin slot on the gloves yep. themselves. So you can actually customise even more detail yep, just the backpack and how you look. Yeah, yeah which yep. is, I'm pretty excited about that too. I am going to find all of the obnoxious colours. I'm going to put one on every single piece of... Have you not uh, seen my guns that I run around with? I've made it famous in our group now that we have a pink gun or a purple gun and a lime green gun. As yeah, but I'm going to be it. all of those colours <laughs> That's at once. it. Like a, what do you think I'm going to like do? like a blind status effect if you wear so many colours. 
Yes. <laughs> Someone just looks at you like, oh. gonna be the, yeah. Bonus flashbang <laughs> uh, uh, as you walk into the room. <laughs> oh. Or maybe the enemies just start throwing up. That's... <laughs> Running away. That's it. Um, so, yeah, that look, the system's changed. The, the main thing is people are saying the star players and everyone else is playing it at E3 right now. I say it feels <laughs> like the division, but it feels better. Um, I think this is, I think there was a fork in the road about a six months to a year out from the division one where they said the game we want to make, we physically cannot make it. We have to get a game out now. You guys go off and make the game that will come out. Now we are going to work on the game. We've been working on for the last five years to make it what we want. And then they've released the division, found out the issues. And then those two teams have worked side by side and, the team that's working on Division 2 has gone, hey, we want to try this. Can you put that in Division 1? See yeah. if that works, and we'll we'll keep on working on mm. that with the Division 2 because it, it, it feels like that kind of a development. Um, I mean, that's a smart way to do it. Oh, it is a smart you, way to do it. You come it. up it's... with something for the, the sequel. It's like, oh, uh, implement this into the game, and we'll see how well it works, and yep. we'll tweak it, and then all that sort of stuff. That's we'll a good that way to do it. Because, like, originally I, I saw the... I put it in our Discord when I when I got linked it, the 2013 announcement trailer for The Division 1, and some of the stuff in there looks eerily similar to The Division 2, but in New York. Like, the map and, and the skill selecting and stuff like that looks very, very similar. But um, I want to talk quickly about... Um, what else are you guys excited about for the division two? Like, what what are you seeing that's different that's standing out to you? We'll start with UDB. Is there anything we haven't touched on? Um, probably the feedback and gameplay from some of the star players is coming back that it's more tactical, yep. more cover based. Um, there's no yep, which is strange for a game that's more yeah. open. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I do yeah. like that. Um, there's no f- um, what they call face tanking where you know you just uh, um, not not using cover just. Just running around, <laughs> relying on your your gear set. Um... Oh, you've seen me play before. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just forget that cover is available, Wilco. I don't even difference. have a gear set. I just still run around and just shoot people and hope for the best. And hopefully, last wave reses me. Um, so the fact that the, the gameplay is more tactical and you've got to use cover, you can't just be in the open, just ignoring everything. That's that time in the to time- kill. Yeah, it's shining yeah, through it, right it's there. It's time to kill, and it, you're working with a team. Your squad of mates is more important. Um, I've seen the AI be very aggressive. Like I've seen guys in gameplay being chased around, mm. not 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 like shotgunner or <laughs> axe wielding shield rider being chased, but like just other enemies with guns are just being very aggressive and flanking. And um, uh, I think that's a definitely improvement. So um, yeah, yeah. I did also hear that like each factions has a slightly different AI type. Uh, uh, so okay. like, say the True Sons will be like hyper aggressive and will literally chase you across the map, whereas one of the other ones might be more will sniper be focused, cautious, and, cautious and, of you and yeah. pull back and try and take you on from a distance. And it's like, I I like that because like with the current ones that you get in. Uh, they are just models of the same person with different Yeah, it's skins. models of the same person. They do the exact same yeah. thing. It's, it's either like, a golf okay. club or a bat, gal- or a, yeah. a one-punch <laughs> shotgun. Or it's Around like a, a heavy machine gun or a flamethrower, and it's like, oh. That's it. Um, yeah, I, 
I like the way that the that the enemies are looking so far. We've only seen the one faction, but we've seen some stuff. I I just it looks more yeah. natural, looks better, and I'm really excited about that kind of stuff to see mm. what what happens there. Um, do you want to theorize on Endgame, or do you want to talk about something else that I've missed? Because there is so much news here. There is so much to go through. I think yeah. we've covered most of it that are in the notes. I'm just trying to skip yeah, through it now, but I'm, yeah, I know we've I'll missed something. Like, I've covered most of it. The, the two oh, we things... didn't cover the. Do we yeah. say the release date? Yeah, if I did, eventually 15th okay, of March, cool. 2019, which was, I was only 10 days off in my prediction. Um, just yeah, it wasn't too bad. Can I... Um, there you go. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I was just talking about one thing we didn't touch on is the different melee. Like, there seems to be a lot more detail being put into um, sprites yep. and sprite animations. I, yep. Did someone notice that oh, they're going to have different um, the melee grass. attack changes? <laughs> you walk through the grass. <laughs> and it flattens wow. the grass. It oh, that's right. That was you the... walk through it. That was the new door closing they were saying. Everyone used to yeah. close doors in Division 1, which you can, oh, you can still, still do in Division 2. <laughs> um, they made sure of that. And I saw the Macarena dance the was in there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you, everyone was just trying to flatten all the grass in the area, which was brilliant fun. I saw in one of the um, streams with Yannick and um, Hamish, they knocked over a shopping trolley and they were shooting the wheels on the, on the bottom of the shopping trolley and the, the wheels were spinning around. Oh my wow. god, that is, that is such a pointless thing to put in, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, shopping trolleys are going to be mounts now. I'll be able to jump yep, in yep. the shopping trolley because they've got physics yep. and wheels, and then Josh will, will push me around. I will Johnny Knoxville you okay, down, the, down the hill. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Uh, how do we, how do right, we break no, into this? Right, fort- got a work tank. How do, we fort- how do we get into this fortification? Dude, I see a shopping trolley. It's downhill. We can do it. And that looks that looks like a pretty good looks like a pretty good gutter there. That should launch oh. you. Yeah. You have four I of see, us. I see a lot of hold my beer, watch this comments. Four Yeah. Hold my beer. I got I, I know how to do this. Here we go. Um So I'm gonna jump NPC- in the shopping trolley as soon as I can now. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> um speaking of mounts quickly, we saw the horse in the trailer. I know you guys said that it probably won't be a mount. God, I wish it was. Nah, look, it's a bigger uh, world. Uh, We've got to be able to get around. It is I don't a want to fast travel. Yeah, and that was open. What, that was probably the biggest um, frustration with with the Division One was the fact there was a lack of ability to have any form of vehicle transport. I think even bikes. I think there was that many bikes around. We we're like, well, why can't we just get on one and yeah. ride? It? Like, you know, but it's, I don't know. My, my theory is it's a, it's a it's a lot bigger world as we said. Like it's either twenty to seventy five percent bigger. Um, it's more open. And they've built this horse for this trailer in engine with the armor <laughs> or with the, sorry, the saddle. Like why go to all that trouble? But that's just my theory. Well, that's just because the, the cop that was riding it, it's obviously been killed and no one's decided, decided just to for take a it off yet. Uh, by but the way, they luck- also put a swamp deer in just for a trailer. So Yeah, but you've seen those deers running around and people have actually aimed yeah, at have. them. So I don't know whether we can shoot yeah but no one's deer. fired a shot I was very disappointed at that. I, I was very disappointed with that too um, last wave just yeah, pointed out that he, hunting we did. last wave just pointed out that he'll definitely be putting his medi bag into a shopping trolley and then pushing it over to you to help you out <laughs> nice he's gonna have his own ambulance oh the gameplay make sure this shopping trolley Hamish just tell the team make sure this shopping trolley can be used press X to shopping trolley that's it 
I can yeah. <laughs> I can put in my my C four, put it in the shopping trolley, push it over, say catch, and then shoot it on the way over. Shopping trolley could legitimately be a good mount though, because you like you grab on, and you stick your foot in one of the the bits of it, and then you start kicking around with the other one. Oh, I can't believe we got to the point where I've convinced Josh that it's going to be about. <laughs> no, you haven't. The shopping trolley is just going to be trash on the street, but it'd be pretty oh, cool. So good. Um, NPCs on the street is the new thing we've seen, which is pretty cool. We saw the the person, the civilian leader of the, that area that we walked through to get mm. to um, the sinkhole, which I want to talk about in a sec. That was the point I really want to get to. Um, but he actually said, oh, such and such will die unless we get meds. So we look, we see quest givers in the world, which is really cool. Um, we also saw missing signs. This is another theory I've got on the front of the fortress where the girl throws the paper airplane from. Um, I'm hoping this will lead to gameplay quests as well, where you know this person's missing, find out what happened to them. Since we have technology to look up, uh, well, there's not really security cameras, I guess that that's how we use the echoes in the first game. But yeah, um, there might be a way where they can where they use that sort of technology or some kind of technology to find these missing people and find out exactly what happened to them. Um, the other thing we didn't mention too with the 1.8.2 with the shields is we're getting an audio log for every single one. Oh, really? Which is cool. Mm. Yeah, man. so that's it. More audio logs have recorded just for 1.8.2, so hopefully that leads into the Division 2 in some way, shape, or form, which is pretty cool. Uh, I'm without a doubt saying that it's going to start referencing things that are happening up in DC. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so it'll, it'll be snippets and yeah. stuff like that. Quickly Maybe before we'll we get onto this... Oh. The the president, okay. you haven't haven't brought up the fact that uh, the president is definitely gone in this yeah. podcast yet. I I knew I was right. You did. So it's all good. I actually tried to find the, the source of it. I thought I, I heard. I still can't find the thing. But dead sock. Dead Wasn't sock a radio puppets. broadcast on. I thought it was a radio broadcast in the first incursion, which was Falcon Lost, but. Uh, Dead Sock Puppet said that he read the law book and it was referenced in there by, um, what's the name, Alex Keller? Uh, Ah, so Keller would bring it up at some point during the missions, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But I haven't finished the the story yet. I might be able to find it. (laughs) President and Vice President are dead, according to him. Well, the plane has crashed, so... It doesn't mean they're dead. You've seen helicopter crashes in every single Ubisoft game. You always survive them. Yeah, but the the thing about Air Force One is it's not in the air unless the president's on it. So I know, but they could have just wheeled it over there. And I just find it a strange place for Air Force One to crash. Uh, No, it's not that strange because they could have been coming in from somewhere to the nearby airport. Maybe. Which is just across the way uh, next to the Pentagon. There are a lot of theories, but okay. is it Andrews anyway. Air Base? It's a... uh, uh, yeah, Andrews is the normal air base for um, Air Force One. Yeah, but they could have been so, they could have been pulling into Reagan in an emergency and didn't quite make it that far. So, I want to ask the question: <laughs> How are we as agents? coming to washington dc are we a third or fourth wave in washington are we new york agents that have got control of new york now and we've moved into washington dc because that's in chaos 
are we the first wave of agents going to dub, uh, into Washington, D.C.? What do you guys think? We'll start mm. with D.B. because he's intelligent. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> first, second. Uh, I reckon, yeah, I'll pre- um, <laughs> chronologically be like first, uh, no, second or third. Um, coming coming from yeah. New York with the six months between New York and Washington sort of makes sense for um, the second or third wave to come in. Um Travelling in on horseback? Yeah. No, I think the... they're on foot. Okay. Come on, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's the um, so do you think? Do you think we'll start the mission like we started Division 1 in Brooklyn? Will we start in New York and finish up that and then head to DC? Because that would then imply we're using the same characters, which I don't think we will be. Mm. I think... For me, I could be wrong, but I think, yeah, at the beginning of the Division 2, there'll be some sort of end of what we're doing. Of New York itself. Needs to be done, has been done in New York, moving on. Yep. Um, actually, I don't know if anybody picked up on it. The um, cinematic trailer that has the, the stats with Washington, D.C., you know, yep. there are so many embassies and so many security yep. facilities. Towards the end of that, there's a logo where it says survive, and there's a nuclear missile picture in one of the uh... um, letters. And there's also... Oh. A guy who's repeated in that um, logo. He's he's got carrying two Chris Vectors and he's got like a scarf over his face. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have picked no. up on that, but I I wouldn't say that's Keener, but I think yeah, the I story would, from New York to Washington will be. I would hope that Keener's gone that, to Washington. I know they said in one of their streams that they really liked the character of Keener, so but yeah. they haven't confirmed that he'll be in there. Someone mentioned that. Um, the dude who wrote the law books been to them, so he's writing a second law book. Yep. Um, and someone yep. said, yeah, nice. Bombshell Jackets in there after festivities episode number one, Tinks was saying that she saw a parcel referencing or addressed to Keller. So she's in the area somewhere. But I haven't yet to track that down exactly where that footage is. I'm, I'm going to say that uh, the beginning of Div 2 is going to be a good length cutscene that's sort of like okay we've finished operations in new york we're hearing this stuff that's happening in dc let's go there right as fast as we can and so we'll, we'll leave all that gear behind because we can't carry it when well it's not so much going to be anymore. our characters from div one uh they could and be staying back to keep new york uh but then yeah. they've got like some new agents uh, some of the uh the second round, third round agents head north to DC, yeah. and we're one of them. You got, you got any theories, Cal? Um, look, I think similar on the lines of what um, Josh was mentioning. I think it, I think what you'll find is um, uh, who's the who's the main um, commander from New York? What's her name? Faye. Um, no. Faye. Yeah. I reckon Faye will get a call. Faye will get a call up, and we'll either get subconded seconded over to Washington or um, she'll have to go and we take and we follow on and there'll be a helicopter crash and we'll get stranded and that's how the game will start. Or our Div 2 so. characters actually die at that point but there was more helicopters Ooh, in on the, the helicopter way. Crash. There's more helicopters on the way. Uh, okay. Maybe uh, that's what yeah. it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. They finally kill someone with one of those crashes. <laughs> that's not the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, they did kill Hawks eventually add. after the second one. Yeah, true. Yeah, go. Sorry. <laughs> I just want to add to the whole um, 
lore thing. Um, and I, we saw Alex Irvin, the author of the Collapse Division Collapse, went over to Massive yeah. fairly recently. But I know another author. He announced that he was working on the Division Two. Um, yeah. I can't remember his name. He's written a few other books. Just tried googling, and then I can't find it. But um, I think myself and a few other community members were speculating whether it was going to be like a Division Two book was going to be like just a regular piece of fiction, like a novel, or yep. would it be another like survival guide thing? So um, don't know if <sighs> you guys had seen that or um, no, I'm trying to find the link. Um, It'd be interesting mm. if they do yeah. do a, a whole book on the side. The I thing can't is, read, can, so can they do Tom them. Clancy books without Tom Clancy nowadays? Yeah, yeah they're yeah. still doing, they're doing it. it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Tom Clancy's son's oh, writing. Oh, true, yeah. that's right. Yeah, he, the universe, he, isn't he? he does stuff now. Yeah. Yes. So uh, there'll always be Tom Clancy stuff. Always, yeah. no matter what. Um, I want to jump back to the sinkhole. They walk past it. They say there's a lot, lot of loot in there. They say it's contaminated. What do you think's down there, DB? And what kind of gameplay do you reckon? It reminds me of the um, tunnels down to the underground in the Vision One in that first gameplay trailer we saw. Yep. Um, so I'll be think it'll be could it lead to an underground merge of Washington DC or just underground segments that are part of the normal map which have Better loot, stronger enemies. Yeah, um, I'm one of the, one of those two. I was my theory before I talked to the other two peoples was it's survival mode. So you decide to go down there and then you get contaminated because as I said, the contaminated levels high, and you have to act, have to supply up. So you need to get your water, your meds, and all that kind of stuff. And as soon as you walk in there, it's like survival mode where your health will slowly deteriorate if you don't keep your your food and your stuff up and you go down and try and get kill the enemies that are down there the loot that's down there and you have to get it out to actually get it like you've got to extract it but not by helicopter because it's underground you've actually physically got to get out of there and if you die down there you lose all, all the loot um that would be a bit tough i guess it'd be a bit harsh if if you do all that effort for nothing and me and cal know best that that pushes people away from from 1.1 with uh, Falcon Lost if you do all that work for nothing. But um, that was my theory, but I, I can see it just being an underground mission. Um, but, yeah, I, what do you think, Cal? Look, you mentioned contaminated loot. The first thing that came to mind was Dark Zone. Um, yeah, well do you think be... Dark Zone might be underground? Or might, part of it might be, or the entrance into the Dark Zone the might be underground. Still... Um, yeah. that's potentially an option um, or it could be just an area where you have where if any loot you do pick up has to go be taken back somewhere else to get decontaminated so you can't necessarily yeah. pick it up straight away and use it you have to go and haul it back somewhere else because we did see another contaminated area from the cinematic trailer which was it Josh it was the Lincoln Memorial had which, uh, yeah what? Lincoln Memorial had the uh, had the well known yellow. yellow tent around it so around it so and it was one of, there was a few that had yellow flags poking up but it, it clearly had it, well, um, it was yellow fully, so. <laughs> yeah it was and it was covered from almost you, you just enough to see that it was the lincoln memorial so um yeah it's an interesting little thing that it's just out there in the world there's no there was nothing telling you you had to go down there these people just walk past it they could have just pulled that out for the game so you didn't know i, what it I was. think we're gonna but, have um, those uh 
those alien zombies from Outbreak. Rainbow Six Outbreak. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> the cannibals are finally... We've finally found the cannibals. They're down down in the underground in, in Washington, D.C. It was just the wrong city all along. Alligators from so Florida. <laughs> oh, how good alligators be down there? Bring that shit on. Um, I th- that's a lot of theory crafting about... Like I said, there's probably a, an all-up of 15, 20 minutes worth of cinematic trailers and mm. gameplay that we've we've seen. Um. DB, is there anything you're researching that we haven't done yet? Um, I was actually just looking at Underground DC then while you guys were chatting. But... <laughs> there is, um, they do reference it at the start of the yeah. cinematic trailer about the stats where they do say the um, the military goes to the bunker and bunkers and the important personnel go to underground secure locations. Uh, but this sinkhole seems to be a sinkhole where it's an underground area that's been um, exposed because of the road has collapsed so something's happened under, underground and it's collapsed in on itself and that's how the entrance was it wasn't a dedicated underground um, safe safe area like these important people were taken to and they showed them on the maps being blue scattered all over the over the city but they've hinted at a lot of stuff and yeah. I guess the state of the game is, or maybe even Gamescom We'll see in August. We'll see a lot more information. Oh, we'll definitely um, see more in Gamescom. Yeah, mm. but hopefully, state of the game, they start dropping yeah. some stuff between now and then. I guess the next state of the game, which is overnight, oh, that won't be overnight because they're at E3. Are they doing one live at E3, DB, no. or not? No. Oh. No, so 101 will be next week, and it'll be interesting to see what they talk about then. There's about 24 hours of live stream that's happened as well over two days. Mm. So. There was information in there about the sound design, yeah. which was really interesting. If you can check that out, uh, it's the the guns do sound completely different whether you're in an open area or in a confined that's, area. That's cool. Uh, I like that. Yeah, they've put yeah. that real sense of realism into the game, which is really good. Um, there was they did talk about clans. Um, Boris in our chat, I actually should bring it up. He mentioned oh, there was the shields. He was talking about in depth and the specialization. So and what was required again? Um, there's a lot of info yeah. out there. They did have a big reunion of all the ex-community members, content creators that sort of walked away from the Division Two right at the end of it. With um, and I think Layman even got a little segment. Josh, I didn't get to see it. Uh, Layman and Shillup actually put put out <laughs> some videos uh, on um, EA's own Shillup on Div Two. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> EA's own Tolkien, you mean? Uh, <laughs> I like um, Timmy. Yeah, Uber Timmy put a photo out of him and him and Lame, both the laymen sitting out front of the hotel waiting for a car, and then he's put at the end, um, it was a, a car with an EA symbol on the side of it that picked him up and threw it away. I love it. Good old, good old skill up. He's a good, good, good friend. Yeah, ch- check, check skill up and uh, layman's channels because they they've literally covered E three perfectly. Yeah. yeah, but I don't, uh, I don't, know, yeah, I don't have three up. hours to watch a single YouTube video. That's okay. Oh, if you pay, is, if you pay loot box is, to them, you'll actually get it in in, in twenty minutes. Exactly. The the good thing about the layman stuff is it's like 10, 10 15 minutes max. Yeah. So it's it's good. It's easy. They give their opinion, but you know that is what it is. It is. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the division two. What what? When do you think the beta is going to be? Do you think it's going to be December? I think it's December slash January. Oh. Oh, uh, the close close beta. Yeah, mm. 
When was the closed beta for then, Division One? Because the release yeah. dates are all about the same, aren't they? I I think the they went sort of a couple in February, and then they had mm. the one the, the open one was like the week before. That's or, right. Maybe so last year released March eighth, so it was a week. Yeah, for I thought it was like the two a week the, later. Hmm. So was, um, like the open beta was like the week before, and then closed. That was two was weeks like before the end of that. Of Feb, yeah. But I thought the there was two closed betas. Christmas. Yeah, that sounds about the right time time frame, and mm. I think that's what we're or what I would be expecting for this. But they might be seeing that sort of tight time frame that they had for the betas to be part of the problem of Division One Point So they might. No, the problem with Division One Point was the fact that they made the game and then they added storyline, uh, added end game on yeah. to the mm-hmm. end where yeah, they've openly said they, here they that, could also yeah. They could also look at it and go, well, we told them the first part of the story. Uh, this one, they might do a couple of different bits for the yeah. the closed beta, and then the open beta will be what it was for Div 1. Was like, this is like the first seven first levels. First eight or levels, it was. yeah, for Division yeah. 1. Um, so, I don't know. December might be a bit too early, but if they do stretch it out... Put it this way: There'll be one on the twenty second of February. I can guarantee you, because that's the weekend anthem. Oh yeah, launch. that's the weekend anthem yeah. launches. There will hundred percent be a Division <laughs> Two beta, and it might even be open on the twenty second of February just yeah. to go. Hey, come play our game instead of that one. Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts about a playable demo packs? Yes. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, probably. I hope so, because that's what they did last last time they released the division. They had a playable yeah. demo at packs, mm. and then it's um, the right time frame. Such a long line. Such a long line. I'm trying to go to Hamish <laughs> and um, Yannick. Possibly Anton. Get him out here. Yeah. Doing my best to get 100%. Oh, yep, I'll, um, if I had any sway whatsoever, I would try and convince them of that too, but they don't even know who I am. So it'd be just <laughs> and, like. And meanwhile, and meanwhile, Ubisoft Australia has to um, come to the party and let us have a, a um, pre demo. They, they, they replied to my tweet today. I was, I I was shocked by that, to be honest. I know. It honest. was just a gift tweet, though. Yeah, but, you know, I hey, guess that's better than nothing. Sen- senpai noticed us. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's and good. and they and we just need to start lobbying now to get that. Um, you know, Friday or say Thursday afternoon, Friday morning, uh, pre-crowd uh, first play. Oh, yeah, that pre pre-crowd first play. Mm-hmm. That's that's where it's at. Hopefully, we get a um a closed-off session. That'd be great. Yeah, do yeah. it. Make it happen. <laughs> um, we love you, Ubisoft. I, I, if there's anyone who wants to do a, a panel on the Division Two at at it packs, Oz, just let us know. We we, we are one hundred percent keen. Not talented, but we're keen to be there anyway. Um, <laughs> what we what we lose, have what you we decided? Don't, what we DB? in talent, we make up in enthusiasm. That's it. Are you going to be there, DB? I'm going to try. You have to be. I'm going to try. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, I want to. It just depends on family and work. So uh, I'm trying my best to get down there. And that's all right. Must... If you're not there, I'll tweet pictures of me in front of the Division <laughs> waving. We'll, we'll tweet pictures of Shill up in front of the EA booth whenever we see him. <laughs> well, thick, thick boys, I will eh? literally follow him around. <laughs> and every time he walks past the EA pavilion, um, just take a photo. Yep. Just take a we'll photo. post on all four sides and just take a photo if he ever walks yeah, past. I don't see you. We won't Where see anything. <laughs> we won't see anything. We'll just wait there. Yeah. Wait until we see him. Uh, anyway. That's probably enough. Um, I don't think... Oh, I've got many other theories. You've heard my theory about the game before launch. Um I don't think we've, we've. I think we've covered as much as we physically can. We've got so much happening in the future. So, 
Um, we didn't even talk about Rainbow Six dropped the new content as well. Uh, we I, I can um, no run through that real no. quick. Oh no, not even the new content. Just what what's actually in the run sheet for that. Um, You've got one minute to put people asleep, okay. and that's it. Uh, during the uh, Ubisoft event, uh, Rainbow Six section announced that they had reached 35 million players. That's up about five or six million from last month alone. Uh, they've got a new documentary that's coming out when the Paris Majors start, and the Paris Majors qualifying actually began on June 11. Done. Excellent. Sweet. Because I just realized we've got a whole heap of viewer questions to go through as well, because yep. we asked. Also, uh, someone updated this run sheet, and the Ghost Recon Wildlands news was D's nuts. D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't me. I like their matter better. <laughs> Okay, so our, our friend <laughs> Boris the Fifth Wiggle, um, he's going to be coming on to do a uh, <laughs> Boris the Builder segment, uh, especially once D2 launches. Um, Bori the Builder, actually, we decided it was going to be called. Uh, it's going to be really cool. He's going to take us through some builds. I'm actually, I actually want to give him some challenges and say, what can you do in this situation? Make me a build and we'll see what happens. But yeah, Bori, you're a good man. Uh, on the Bullets and Beard Discord, he actually got to us from there and said what do you think of the new gear items uh we have seen so far have you dissected the videos people put out which skill that we've seen do you want to see in the next meta uh like one shot sticky days i love one shot sticky days bring it back um <laughs> we've we've talked about people who have dissected it i haven't had a chance i've been too busy to dissect it myself db you have dissected it i'm assuming I think um, next meta could possibly be the um, grenade launcher signature weapon, just because you've got mm. its rap- rate of fire is more than the crossbow. Um, you can follow up, you know, you got suppressing them with the grenade rounds, come up with like an AR or something. And, uh, yeah. I think that will probably. As long as you're be not Yannick better. using it, you're probably going to be okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's potato, potato aim. Um, <laughs> I think that might be. Um, yep. But I do know they're looking at making sure there's a rock, scissors, paper aspect yeah, in terms of the game. Yeah, it has to so, be. Um, yeah. That's what I want to see. Um, um, yeah. Josh, come and have a stab at the meta. I, I'm with DB on this one. Uh, from from the start, uh, from what we know of the specializations, it's going to be yeah the uh, demolition with the grenade launcher. Yeah, I was leaning yeah, more towards the shotgun, to be honest. But well, I'm not sure the sniper... <laughs> The... Well, the, the sniper's good, but uh, if you can suppress people with the explosions... Could like... you imagine four agents in the line doing the Macarena and then the sharpshooter from side on and just... <laughs> straight through them all. Yeah, it doesn't really make a meta. That requires them to be emoting in a PvP area. <laughs> there better be videos of it or I'm quitting. I'm raging. Um, Cal, you I'm sure we can thoughts? work that out. Oh, look, I think, yeah, I think one of them definitely will be Nadesville. Um, I, I'm, I'm hoping that the counter to that meta will be the sniper meta. Um, mm. I want the crossbow to be good. And I want that, I kind of want the survivor version to be kind of useful, but I think the counter to the grenade will be go range, go snipe, and, you know, who, who doesn't like I wonder if they cow? could do the survivalisters with their traps as something that deactivates the grenades as they come towards them like a final measure um as, as mm. the, yeah, yeah like the rock paper scissors aspect to that then yeah maybe 
maybe. But um, and yeah, I, the, think, the, I think the shot, the sniper can actually hit them, and there's nothing that can stop that bullet. So, like in Rainbow, um, you've the, got that they can then... ability to um, what is it like a? Says our signal or stops grenades being thrown at you. I can't remember the, the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, it was Bandit, Bandit's ADS. Yeah, yeah, one of them. Yeah, I, yeah. I think um, that aspect of it could work. Hopefully, Jager. they balance it that way pretty well. Jager. Jager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Boris then got us in the Ultra Super Mega Discord, which you can God, somehow damn find it. Yeah, I can't get away probably, from it. He's got another one down the bottom too. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> because he's Russian to arrive. I did ask ah. five times, so he did answer five times. Um, what do you think about the gear you've seen so far? Thoughts on the tidbits and the stats and the talents and the perks? We sort of answered that before. Mm. I'm excited for the brand sets and how that plays out, especially as you level up. Um, yeah, so what about you guys? Anything jump out at you about that stuff? Oh, uh, look, I made comment before. I think it's, yeah, I think it will find that those gear sets as much as, sorry, the, the different brands and the different kit would lend itself towards certain um, min-max builds for particular yeah, uses. Yeah. Um, it's quite clear already. Um, again, he's asked, what do we think the meta is going to be? We freaking told you. Jeez, Boris. <laughs> he just wanted to make sure we answered it. In the, is his last question about the meta as well? Or? <laughs> yeah. In, in Russia, it we is. need to ask you twice. Um, I asked him in two yeah. places. He answered in two places. He's... <laughs> Listen, it's, it's better than some of you guys. Oh, I can't <laughs> ask questions. I'm on the podcast. <laughs> Actually, I planned to ask a question, but I forgot. Dave, you got thoughts on that? The new meta will be the better of defense group gear talent. There you go. There you go. No, circle of concern. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we mentioned this man before, the Sniper Elite uh Grumpy Bear, in the USM Discord, he got to us and (laughs) said, um, seeing as Marco Sol turned down a job offer and they at least going, are they at least going to ask him to break the game on every iteration? Oh my God, I can't speak tonight. And fix it before releasing to the the players. Um, They're just going to have a public... Looks like DB has answered this one. Yeah, Yeah, go DB. (laughs) Maybe. Um... (laughs) I say not likely. Um, hearing from who's the lead QA guy, Massive was on the live stream the other day. Oh, I, I don't know names. Um, I'm terrible at names. The QA seeing from their job that adverts throughout the years gotten so much bigger, and um, I think how we theorise that the whole one TD one to TD two was like a learning process. One was a learning process so they could develop two to be what they really wanted in the end game. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. they've learned a lot of lessons in that sort of thing, in that process. And have if they were going to have Marco, I think they would have him after the release, full release, and he'd come on in and maybe he was like a future ETF member um, if needed. Do you think they'll do an ETF or do you think they'll do a, P- a PTS with Division 2? Or do you think do... they might be on top of it enough to not want to give out any of the secrets that are coming up? I, th- I think they'll oh. probably not straight away, probably do PTS, but. Only in an ETF or iterations of it, if needed. So just if needed, yeah, yeah. just gonna yeah. wait and see. Because the ETF was really a response to the major sort of community backlash from what went down. Yeah, and they kind of yeah. said, okay, well, you know, the community's quite clearly disgruntled. We'll get a bunch of the leading community in to actually help fix it. Yeah, yeah I I don't think they're gonna do an ETF per se, but they might ask some of the leading community 
like at the launch of uh, Div Two. It's like, how is it, guys? Like, yeah, they'll thoughts? watch every like, video. Is, out is there, there anything anyway? we can do? No, no, so like it, the, it mean, Uber Simi yeah, was talking mean, about they've got the big streaming war where they just watch all the yeah. all the streamers they possibly can to see what they yeah. how they react to it anyway. Yeah, but it, it may not be like. Hey, come to us and we'll have a, a round session table. It'll just be they'll watch yeah. like the specific people to see how they react to them and mm. all that sort of stuff. Okay. And wants to also, I didn't on. know Marco Stahl got offered the job there, and he turned it no, down. That's that's silly. He obviously has a better offer somewhere, and um, probably makes yeah. more money off the videos he puts out anyway. Probably his reason was um, <laughs> that he oh you can do both. Wanted to keep objectivity. He didn't want to be. Mm. He wanted to keep his YouTube channel well, being able to report. If yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. If he took the that's... job, his YouTube channel would basically yeah. be irrelevant yeah. because no yeah. one would believe yeah. a word he said. Well, be, being someone that doesn't have either a good division YouTube channel or <laughs> any skill in gaming <laughs> or making games, you are the expert in this. Job, yeah. yeah, you're yeah, to be offered a job by a gaming person to like. It's like, how, what, what's wrong with the game? It'd be like, I'd take yes. that. So <laughs> you would. <laughs> You are the more, unemployed person here too, as well. Ponies. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to read Grumpy Bear's second question? Because my brain's hurting right now. All right, I'll take that one. Okay. Question in ignorance. Haven't watched any videos, etc., about Div Two yet. So this might be. You might have watched them by this point, but you know, are they going to be? Uh, are there still going to be gear sets, or are we getting more open paths to victory? I'm thinking like Diablo where all manner of gear combo existed and you could win without that, uh, without the need to get that exact piece of everything. Games like Div 1, WoW, had the problem, oh my god, of <laughs> one, one real best answer going by the hard math and everyone was just on the grind till they got it. So That's he's basically saying... We I talked got about, about halfway through that. I'm like, I've made mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. We, we, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah so the, the they're, they're opening up. There's no going away. Yeah, yeah. The, the gear sets are being dumbed down and being put into like they, there seems to be more of them, but they're not as powerful, I guess, and more specialized, which is good. That's going to give more options for people to counteract each other and, and play the way they want to, and not yeah be forced yeah. to to do a striker build. Or a, um, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that the um you mentioned we mentioned stacking before I hope they don't I hope they don't repeat the gear set stacking issue. Hmm. In so far as sorry, lost lost I wasn't sure if I lost Mike there. You did. Um, it's all good. It is. <laughs> there you go. And I'm back. Uh, um, the reason I say that is that um in the pre like I. I I'm, I'm sure I'm hoping there's bonuses for having the same gear set or similar gear mm. brands, for example. But it just adds to the percentages as opposed to, you know, doing what they did with the, you know, with a fight with a six-piece strikers, for example. The the bonus you got was so overpowered that that's why everyone did it. Yeah, and mm. it was really suited for a particular, you know, part of the game. Whereas I think if you want to go down the road of having something that's, you know, an absolute tank. Um, you are trading off against something else, but you you try to achieve getting those particular yeah. gear set pieces. But it doesn't hurt you in regards to playing the game as a whole. They yeah. need to make the actual brand sets very specific situation based. Yeah. So yeah. Well, it instead like of just being so far, so. yeah, instead of being ten percent extra damage, it needs to be 
like five percent damage versus or when with shield or of ten percent damage. And you need to, and you need with turret yeah, or something. And you need very specific yeah, and you need very specific requirements to trigger that. Like you said, armored to less than less than seventy thousand. Yeah, but, so you can't but have if, someone if that's it is, fully and, armored, like a juggernaut. But then, if it is linked to turret, if you're seeing that person in PvP, you can aim purposely and take out their turret, and then they lose those bonuses that they yep. they've got. So you can counter it rather than just being stuck mm-hmm. with this person wailing on you. Although, what if you're a tank at sixty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine? <laughs> min maxing it. it's always it's it's always the min max yeah. issue you know yeah. yeah. We... developers build a better mouse trap and players build a better yeah, mouse exactly. well that's it like Marco just... Sol just comes in puts out a video and that's the meta <laughs> this is uh, how you actually get around this thing it's like okay <laughs> um, have we covered that pretty well I re- yeah. reckon DB I reckon yeah. oh DB yeah okay, okay cool oh, no, I, don't, I don't trust your thoughts Josh anymore remember <sighs> um, I mean we were in agreement Should on that. Do you want to go to the next so question? I think that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> next one. Yeah, okay. Are you guys hyped at all from what you've seen for 6 and TCD? Uh, I assume that's Rainbow Six. Yeah, Rainbow Six, Six, uh, uh, Six Siege, and Division 2. And if so, what? And no Splinter Cell blowing smoke from those emote. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is from Gustable in Beers and Bullets. Yes. Um, the Rainbow Six stuff we're fairly hyped about we want to see that mm-hmm. documentary and we just want to see more content which is pretty yeah that cool. documentary um, looks pretty fucking cool actually i don't think we could be more hyped about the division 2 i'm putting out a video in the next week or so of my top 10 things for me top 10 things for me three and the division is my game of the show so far the the problem is i don't get them hands on with anything but mm-hmm. from what i've seen in the conferences it was portrayed the best and it just seems to be just the way they're doing it, it just seems like a really, really top-notch game compared to all the other things that were sort of yeah. some were mishandled, some were overhyped, some were overshown and, and or undershown. So it's definitely my game of the show from from sitting back on the outside. Hmm. Um, are you on any kind of hype train for anything, DB? I know you, you'd be pretty excited about the, the division, but Rainbow Six. Yeah. Oh yeah, excited as well for the Rainbow Six um, details as well. Um, just as keen as you got to see that documentary um they has they have released some documentary footage before but not not as comprehensive as what we saw at the e3 yeah yeah um reveal there by um justin kruger but um division two def- definitely um like a couple of the devs were telling me beforehand just very vaguely that it was going to be what we would like to see from improvements or issues found in division one yeah and yep. um actually i forgot to touch on the improved ui and the inventory management mm-hmm. um seen in the gameplay i saw the looting system's been fast line too where you can actually yeah junk stuff when you pick it up so loot to junk yeah um and things mm-hmm. like that so i did like the fact that when you aimed um there's that little green radical that's next to it actually showed how far up the bar your um particular um not trait but you know your you know the triggering for your particular talent was getting close to filled up the bar oh, i don't know okay. if you saw that on the, yeah, on the, that, on the no. in-game footage where like if you for example had savage for example and it had to fill up before it actually triggered yeah um it would actually show that little bar but you, it was actually showing like next to the gun almost like a yeah. side side part to your mm-hmm. reticle which i thought was actually a clever little clever little um ad, 
you know, yeah, add or yeah. change. It seemed to be a lot less UI as well. Like it, it was, it was very yeah, yeah, um, it was much, situation much based. cleaner. It was very good. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. <clears throat> which is good. I like that definitely. Um, as for no splitters, I'll get fucked. <laughs> well, the smoke blowing out the nose emoji is the anger emoji of sorts. Yeah, so. yeah. no, we're hmm. we're pretty. I I think Ubisoft would have had the perfect press conference if those green three red eyes that have finished off as they people about to start walking out. That yeah. would have been the yeah perfect press conference, like a post credit thing. But yeah, that that would have been a complete tonal shift from the start. Like it sort of <laughs> held that sort of lofty thing. The entire way and through, and like I said, and to have like just that at the ending, it would have been like, oh, that's after the division was the Raymond's one, or just not long after was the the Kingdom Battles one, mm. and they launched it. I didn't, I looked away because I was working and I had it on my phone. I looked away, I didn't see the rabbit Ubisoft symbol come up, but when I turned back, I just saw the Ubisoft logo and green lights, and I'm like, yes, and then the rabbits came out, and I went, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um. We're not happy about that, but hashtag announced E3 2019. Uh, They've already said at the show, uh, Eves has has said that we haven't killed the franchise. We are just seeing where it fits into their games as service model, I assume. Um, And maybe maybe they'll have something out in August. Just a little teaser in August. Maybe. I think it'll be E3 next year because I think it's a March. Because the way we're going is. The Tom Clancy game for next year is the Division Two. The the Tom Clancy yeah. game for the following March, I think, will be Splinter Cell. Um, usually, we get the eighteen months in advance teaser, but maybe they're just not ready to show that yet, which means maybe it's not well, going to be ready. Yeah, well, they they could tease it at Gamescom, and then have information at E three, and then they could. We are clutching like, okay. at the biggest fucking straws right now. It's... Oh, we are. <laughs> I, I I am cutting there. I, I am going off that they've been devving this for quite some time at this point. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll work out how many but, months it is later uh, for the next episode because I keep on going back to that episode when I'm looking at our stats and going, shit, the 50 months since last Splinter Cell was so long ago. We must be up to like 60-something at this stage. But, um, look, Boris has come back to us again uh, in the USM one oh, yeah. and he's got, what do you think the meta is going to be? I mean, no, sorry. Knowing the shields are, <laughs> are you more or less excited to complete them? Will you be playing the game more just to complete them? Um, yes. Yep. I will be making sure I complete every single one of them, purely for those audio logs, um, but also to see what that gets me in Division 2. Excited about it, like I said, I, we touched on it before, a little bit disappointed that they're not all current and they are retroactive so but yeah mm-hmm. that's just my thoughts yeah so some some of them are retroactive some of them are yeah. things you have to do now so i, I like that approach yeah i, I Whereas... think i like the idea of it rewarding um vintage players but and the other thing too is that for the guys that are you know near the yeah, well past end game it's going to be like it's going to be yet another thing to grind yep and i'm just like to, to at least have some there is like okay well i'm not necessarily at a complete disadvantage if i mm-hmm. don't go in every weekend and well this stage you know, if they keep the up their um, run as i normally do if they keep up the global yep. events um frequency you'll have two reasons a month to jump on to play the division one yeah. will be when mm-hmm. the shields drop and, and one will be when global events drop yeah, and from what I'm understanding, uh, even though some of them are retroactive, you can still pick them up 
now yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of thing. It's like, mm. yeah. as long as you do that action or yeah, you've yeah. done that action, yeah, you don't have to have done it. You'll get that thing. What it, so you can literally buy a division now and get all of them. Yeah, before. And you'll be sweet for Div 2. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that, DB? You're happy with the shields, are you? Or Yep. And it's going to yep, bro- yep, drag you back in? Yep. How many Drawing different accounts have you got to do it on? Just Xbox? Myself? You... Um, yeah, Xbox and PC. I've got two characters on each. Okay. We're rating on PC at Division 2 when it drops. Okay, sweet. Thank you for confirming that with me. That's great. <laughs> I'd actually like to see um, what the PC requirements will be. It'll be good. Yeah, because I've got two be PCs that will run it. It'll be great. I'll be able to play two at once. Um, <laughs> might... We've also got a question from Last Wave. <laughs> yes, yeah. we do. Yeah. What are some of your highlights sorry. for division uh for division one for you? Of the division yeah. What's your highlights? What what's your memories from division one so far, D B? Yeah. Besides cosplaying it? What gameplay <laughs> memories you got? Um when it first came out, especially in the alpha and beta stage and in the full launch, I found it very social, uh, especially with mates. You could just muck around, then be serious, concentrate, coordinate. Um the closing the doors, jumping on top of cars and shooting out windows and just doing all stupid stuff. And, uh, it was just the social fun aspect of it. Um, it's probably the main highlight for me. And then probably the story aspect as it echoes and experiencing the story in New York. Yep. Probably the highlights for me. Josh, do you have any highlights from your level 22 levels that you did? Um, well, probably... My, my biggest highlight is the fact that I've gotten as far in PC division as I have in PS4 division, but I'm so many levels higher now. Oh, well done. Well done. <laughs> Cal, besides the PTSD mm. of Falcon Lost and uh, Dragon's Nest, um, is there anything that stands out that's a highlight for you? Um, I reckon probably the two ones are the investigations and doing and all the all the lore and backstory and stuff that was in in the game Um, and the second one was actually power leveling through probably the last two or three with um, the boys and and being able to finish that final you know the the final assembly mission and kind of yeah big tick big sigh of relief you know and and, end game and then deciding that it's a really good idea to then (laughs) go into um, to go into the dark zone and and in fact actually one of the probably my third memory is the actual the original dark zone and the suspense we all had about you know who's who's going to come after us who's not going to come after us all that kind of stuff um i thought that was that was probably pretty cool particularly our first run where the suspense was there can i give you three um because Uh, i'm the boss and i'm allowed to Uh, i'll slot another one in after you're done i've mentioned most of them on the podcast before but definitely joining said friends back in the day when I was level 20 and they were level four. Um, and obviously everyone in their instance then became level 20 something. Um, and then they kicked me out. I think it was, oh, I can't remember. It was, it was definitely the arm boys anyway. And I've, I've left and left them there. And then there was one enemy from that instance that stayed there and just chased them story. around the whole map and wiped them out every single time they respawned and they couldn't get rid of this this one red bar crossed at me. <laughs> and I, I, I apologise, but I found it extremely funny. Um, but definitely, in, especially in beta, that first instance in the dark zone where everyone was level eight and people were just getting there and you're sort of going in, you're doing the boss runs and through through 
areas one and two and you just don't know what's going on. And every time you put that extraction up, mm. that was the best the Dark Zone has ever been in beta, unfortunately. Um, and the third one, uh, I've, I've lost it already, but it was definitely something really cool and really important. Um, wow. Yeah, That's it was memorable. Okay. No. Uh, actually, look, <laughs> honestly, my sticky bombs, especially when they were, we were in sort of 1.2, uh, 1.1 and I had tactician's gear and I was uh, was I was somehow I was having stupid amounts massive di- diminishing returns on my tactician skill build but um, I was tanking at the front with um, sticky bomb and seeker on the boss at the end of the um, oh I can't remember the mission the fuck Warren gate and um, old mate would come down I just did their sticky and then Seeker, and I had them up in enough time that I could do it one after another, not use a bullet and pull him down on my own while these guys were, were cowering behind me trying to shoot him. Oh, is that the one where everyone got cranky at you because their screen wouldn't sit still? Oh, that's that's happens yep. all the time when I play with them. It's great. <laughs> well, DB, I play with three snipers, and I sit, sit, sit around with the BFB and the Seeker mind, and they just get, they can't get a shot off. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, that's how Grumpy got his name. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, Josh, what's your final one? Uh, the final one was literally just going through the beta of Div One. Like, yeah, th- those first eight levels, everything, yep. everything was just nice. Like, it was good. Going, the best... going through the story, getting to the DZ, and yeah, when you first got there, and you're like, I've got some really cool shit. I'm going to extract this, and you're like. I don't know what's going to happen. And then you get shot in the head and you die and you're like, cool. <laughs> yeah, that happened. <laughs> um, yeah, I that I still sit that 1 to 30 was some of the best game I've ever played. And I, yeah. I would nominate that for game of the year. It was just, it just fell apart after 30. That was the problem. That's um, why I like it. just seemed to get worse the, every, the every patch. Yeah. Yeah, until 1.4, 1.5 where they started obviously doing ETFs and then the joy of of seeing 1.7 and 1.8 come come to fruition and everyone being so excited about it and actually paying off and obviously we're here now with the community at some of the biggest points it's ever been so and Uh, people happy i really like that they've built uh div 2 from the end game forward like yeah this this is what we want to have happen Hmm. at the end how do we get there it's it's i like that the way you make an mmo is you build a strong end game and go okay we're going to put a tutorial in of a storyline to yeah. get you there this is how you play our game yeah so <laughs> um so the last question he's got the last question for the night is should one guy with a bat be able to take out three agents <laughs> into, into one in the vision two i assume so last uh, yes <laughs> yes if it's uh if wilco's on your team yes yeah. yep I don't think we were that <laughs> underpowered each, and we the funny part was we was we were all coward against the locker facing weren't, that weren't, way you uh weren't some of you down no no all or close all to being three, down. no all three of us we, we just walked down we'd walked against this locker and we were looking down at the enemies here we didn't realize there was a door here so he'd run around and then come out the side so we didn't even know where he'd come we didn't see him we just all three of us instantly went down and we're like what the fuck and then we clipped it and you could see him just come out and just get the shotgun and go like that and all three <laughs> It's glorious. Someone needs to re-edit that with the One Punch Man theme song just as he hits the first person. <laughs> I'll link you and you can do it later on. It was glorious. Um, like I said, it, 
we were going down, we were cruising to the point where last wave was actually just, he put his ping up and his, his handbag down and he'd just sit there and dance in front of the baddies. And we were there, the three of us were there shooting them down and he was just dancing, just emoting away, not getting shot, not dying. <laughs> That's how serious we were taking it. And then we made a mistake and all died and wiped. And then we went back down for some stupid reason. And, uh, and then suddenly one punch man, one punch man took out three of us. And he's just like, <laughs> That's you're thing. done. Um, that's a that's a podcast. That's a long podcast. Um, <laughs> that is. It has been crazy. I was going to put in the questions uh, in our USM asking, uh, will you guys start doing content weekly at any time in the future? And the answer to that is we will. We will just play it by ear at the moment, and we will be looking at changing it to probably a Friday night at some stage because we do miss the state of the game doing it on a Thursday night. Um, so once things start heating up for the division two you will see a change in our schedule and a change uh from this podcast to accommodate that we will still be covering rainbow six and ghost recon and splinter cell uh as much as we can uh but obviously leading up to the division two launch you will get a very different type of podcast from between now and then and after launch so um that is where we're sitting at thank you so much for all the new people that are finding us and, and giving us a listen hopefully you enjoy it uh, we will be endeavouring to get some more guests on in the future as well. Our agent, McDad, will will be getting that sorted out for us. Yes. Thank you, DB, for volunteering tonight. You've been a pleasure, mate. I probably haven't no, thrown you so. enough, to be honest. Um, <laughs> we need to look better than we are, and we need you to be talking more. So. <laughs> no worries. No. <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. It's been a pleasure to no be here. No problems at all. Can yeah. you um, do our run sheets from now on too, by the way? That would be just your job. <laughs> Even on games, I have no clue. Yeah, about. That's it. You do that. Yeah, we have no clue up. about them either, so it won't make us look any worse than we are. Um, yeah, I'm happy to help wherever you, you need, mate. Sweet. Where can people find yourself and your content that you are throwing out into the world? Um, several places. I'm on Twitter as at DB the Division. Uh, I have a Facebook page, DB the Division Cosplay. Uh, I do have a YouTube channel, DB the Division Cosplay. I think. Um, yeah, that's about it. I'm floating around Twitter and it. Facebook, a bit of Discord okay. as well. So, yeah. And when will we see your first Division 2 cosplay come out? Oh, a way off from that? Yeah, a bit <laughs> way off from that. I can't give a date for that yet. Ho- hopefully, oh, if I do get a PAX, it'll definitely be done by then. So okay, that's... Sweet. You are coming nice. to PAX with making sure that someone's <laughs> got to look up, make us look good. So you sort that out. Um <laughs> Josh, where can people find yourself? Because you are back playing the division now. We've we've conned you into yes. it. Yes, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Buttersocks. Alternatively, you can hit me up on Uplay as Buttersocks with a zero and an X. Okay, sweet. I'm hoping Cal's still there. I'm going to throw to him. Cal, where can people I find am. you? Oh, sweet. <laughs> we, yep. we do lose <laughs> you randomly through a podcast, sleep. and I just like I don't know whether you're there or not. Yeah, no. No, no, there's usually familial things happen, but no, all, all of them have gone to bed. Okay, um, yeah, on Twitter, you can find me at cal underscore au underscore and on um, you play as cal.au or as someone mentioned the other day, the Austra- <laughs> the official Australian cal. That's it. <laughs> oh, I'm claiming that as you my are, title from now on. He's now the official Australian cal. Uh, if you need to know where he is, go go see him. Um you can find myself at Wilco's Chill Zone on all the places. I put up three videos last weekend on YouTube. Go check them out. One is a Division 2 Wants and Dreams, which I referenced a fair few times. And I think I got a lot of them right, Cal, honestly. I think... No, hit rate's good. I was good. Splinter Cell, not so much, but I got some hit rates right. We'll see how my my, my tin hat foil theory goes from, post, uh, from pre-podcast. I'm really keen to see 
what they do with that storyline <laughs> and, and how close I get. Hmm. Um, but yeah, also we're streaming as well as we are right now. Twitch.tv slash Wilco's Zone. Oh, we, we were playing Division tomorrow night. I want to play Jurassic World Evolution at some stage, but it will be Division tomorrow night. We're going to make sure we get all these shields every time. Um, and like, hit me up on Twitter. Let us know what you think. Um, Wilco's Shield Zone on there as well. Yes. Uh, but the main thing is if you're enjoying this content that we are somehow dishing out to you into your ears, share it with a friend. Let someone know. Um, not like DB and his mood lighting that he gets going on every now and then makes us feel like we're in some kind of weird, weird thing. It's great. If you're not watching the Twitch stream, go watch it. We'll clip it and send it out to you later. Um, but yeah, like share it with a friend, give us an iTunes review or just tell us that you enjoy it. Just, yeah, we, we don't buy it. We're, we're not anything like that. We just want to know that people are enjoying it or what we're doing wrong or anything like that. So, um, the best way you can support us is by growing our community bigger and bigger each time. Yeah. Um, also tweet at Remy telling him he's a beautiful bloke and Wilco said so um, uh, that, is, that is all so that's been uh, another podcast. thing is oh, we're also available news. yeah we're also available uh, for questions and all that sort of stuff on the Division HQ Discord uh, which is run by Digital Menace he's a lovely okay. person he's allowed us to put some questions and all that sort of business up there oh, uh, through the power of my dad Look at that. I didn't he's even know these He's things. a good bloke. Yeah. That man yeah. that man's like an instant network, isn't he? He just literally he is, he is he's, the, he's the division guy that knows people. When <laughs> he's just the ultimate division. If I don't know anyone unless I know McDad and everyone knows McDad. So I might just call myself McDad from now on in my videos and people will think <laughs> that I'm famous or something. I don't know. Do- doors will open. Oh, wow, McDad suddenly just got really ugly. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'll message Hamish and say, uh, look, McDad said you'd talk to me on a podcast. And he'll go, yeah, sweet. No problems if McDad said so, for sure. Um, <laughs> That's it. But yeah, so like I said, share the word. Share the, share the, share the podcast with all your peoples and friends, uh, especially... Between now and the Division 2, if you know someone who's getting into the Division 2, we will be covering it fairly heavily. Uh, there's also Sitrep Radio and Bombshell Jackets. Definitely give them a listen. They're part of our uh, Bullets and Beers Discord that we're on as well. So yes. um, half of them were at E3 and the other half were in Wales getting pissed. So well done. <laughs> you can work out which one was which. Uh, shout out to you lovely people. Who but did it better? We've done this outro for about half an hour here. We need to finish up and go to bed. Yep. Um, so thank you all for listening. Special thanks again to DB The Division. You are thank a you, true everyone. champion. Thanks, man. Um, thanks for having no, me. No problems. You make us look so much better. Like <laughs> like we have a stat boost of 100% betterness <laughs> when you're on. It's great. Uh, until next episode, uh, two weeks' time, same time, same place. Uh, we'll catch you then. So stay locked on. Bye. See you. Catch it. Time to pack it up. My work is done.